Hello, folks. Welcome to another installment of the Nameless Podcast. And you can see us on Instagram and Facebook Live. Woot! Celebration. <laughs> Hopefully nothing burns down. We were very careful with the candles. No, you weren't. You had to leave the stove on. <laughs> yeah, we left the stove on. You left the uncovered stove then, like, on. Then the ventilation started going because the microwave was getting heated up too much. And it was like, ah, uh, this is not this is a problem. You're like, I think we're going to die. And we have a few pieces of cake here to celebrate. Yes. Indeed. Go ahead and light the candle, Jesse. Oh, already done, bro. Oh, where is also, it? Also, ice cream. Let me let me make a wish. Yes. For this Sam, podcast, what, Sam. What is your wish? Um, that it doesn't drop on his computer. Uh, yeah, that'd be really bad. Okay. All right. I'm about to blow out the candle. Okay. And yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, full confession. Full confession. I actually didn't come up with anything. All right. Let's shoot off our streamers. Okay. Ready? Wait. How's this go? Do I just pull from here? Yeah, I think you just yep. yank. One, two, two, three. Yeet! Oh, mine's defective. <laughs> <laughs> Did yours work? Pull. No. Is yours a dud? Pull it. Oh, wait. Pull. <laughs> no, Yay! This, this one's a dud. The oh. string came all the way okay. up. That's oh. okay. There's Ooh. bound to be one. Uh. Guys, I almost forgot we're joined by the great Rick Martinez all the way in Australia. Good looking for all them pretty Shaylas. And I forgot to say... And I forgot to say, do you come from the land down under? Oh, yeah. Woman on in the thunder. Hey, okay, quick question. How's the Vegemite? Dude, it actually isn't that bad. So the key is you have to put it on toast. But but here's the thing is everybody just slaps it on like, like Nutella or something. You have to put butter. You put the butter on the toast and then you slightly put on some Vegemite. It makes it taste so much better. Really? Really? Ah. Is it salty? Yep. It's it's very it's salty. It's bitter. It's uh, just a little. It's definitely not what we're used to in America. Yeah. Right. Yeah. American food. What do we even do? It's butter. We put butter on everything, right? Pretty much. That's wow. Well, yeah, pretty much. The butter and heart disease. Have you guys had browned butter? Mm-mm. So you cook the butter until it's like brown. brown it actually browns all the milk solids in it. So it tastes, it has this like nutty, almost candy-ish taste. And then some people will put sage into it as well. And you let it cool down for a bit and put it on usually homemade bread is what I've had it on. Uh, no, I've never really done that. Wait, you made that during, huh. wait, no, you made that during Christmas, didn't you? I think I made it like the first time that I got all that homemade bread or maybe I made some bread. But yeah, you just cook butter and it turns brown. Was it's that great. the same time that AJ just straight up ripped out chunks of the sourdough bread? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I had bought this bread, five bucks a loaf, brought it home. Not cheap. And the guy who brought it over is friends with the uh, landlord. He has his own bakery now. So the landlord gets a free loaf of bread. AJ sees this happen and is like, oh, this must be free bread here for me. And there's like, you know, two loaves of it. I'm just going to start eating some. So apparently he told me he looked for the knife, couldn't find it. So... I come home and it looks like a raccoon has gotten into this bread because it's completely pulled pulled apart. It's just like just like scratchy chunks just taken out of it. And uh, oh my god, yeah, like half the loaf was gone. That ravenous beast. That was super good bread. He couldn't find the knife, so uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, fellas, there's there's been a there's been a couple crazy things that happening in the world, and by the world I mean United States. 
Because uh, the world revolves around us, obviously, right? Clearly, yes, very much so. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Okay, this is one I can't believe. Have you guys heard the stuff about Cardi B? No, what's up? Cardi B has openly admitted to luring men back to her place, drugging them, and then robbing them. Why would she no. rob them? They no, like straight so up. Kind of, so kind of like a Bill, Bill Cosby? Uh, yeah, giving him the, the kill Bill. Wait, so is this other celebrities, though? Um, uh, So far, no, because Cardi B was a stripper before she was a rapper. Right. So you think this is just like her ways from before? Yeah, I don't, she's not doing it. She doesn't need she to has now. Some money, yeah. She doesn't need to now. She's got like four or five sports cars now, and she doesn't even have a driver's license. She also doesn't know how to rap. Yes, yeah, yeah. Cardamus B. But that's crazy though. And the thing is, it's like men are pissed off about it, but a lot of women are like, "Man, it doesn't matter. It's different than rape." It's uh, like, no, no, because regardless of whether the dude was in a room or not, he couldn't consent to having sex if he's knocked out. Like, yeah, true. Or, or being robbed. Or, yeah, you or know, being that robbed. too. That too. And, uh, yeah, no no uproar or anything like that. Just, yeah, you know, whatever. She's Cardi B. Who cares? Let's hear her more talk about her butt. So she's like the Little Mermaid, basically. It's just like, but who cares? No big deal. I want more. She just wants more money, and I guess she, she, doesn't, she doesn't care about having more problems. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just find the double standard ridiculous because oh, ridiculous. If this was Bill, oh, oh no, it's not. This isn't theoretical. This actually happened. The Bill Cosby thing, everybody's up in arms. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and the R. Kelly thing, everybody's up in arms yeah, about exactly. him doing that. Okay, so, so if a woman's doing the same behavior, then why is nobody upset about it? I think it, in some cases, is because there's less of a threat of physical harm, and that's probably the thing that people like to focus on the most. So even if it's like sexual harm, like even with Joe Rogan, he was like, yeah, what if you had to do something? What if you had to do a sexual favor to make it in Hollywood? If it was my son, I'd laugh oh. at him and say, you're going to be Batman. Oh, the Harvina Weinstein yeah. thing. Yeah. But if <laughs> that, it that was little... a woman and she had to do something for a man, yeah. then like that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole, you know, not as physically, can't maybe really it, impose Maybe it does come down to just the physical power imbalance. But doesn't it also come down to like the principles of consent as yeah, well? absolutely. But I think people, maybe people like to say consent a lot more, but they really care about the physical power imbalance as much as they say it's just based on consent and it's all equal. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think it's a load of crap that she gets to prance around in her little nasty hoe life and, you know, keep doing what she's doing yet. You know, people have literally been locked up for it. I mean, R Kelly's probably going to get locked up for what he did pretty messed up, but other things we're going to talk about tonight um, into the spider verse. I just watched that recently. Jesse and I went and saw Don Diablo up in park city last week. Yep. Amazing. Uh, also, Jesse Smollett had some crazy um, developments happen in his case. Getting an award. Yeah. Trump and Russia collusion. Uh, some insights about Rick and all, and good old Australia, the land down under. And we're going to talk about New Zealand shooting. Um, we're going to recap some of the our favorite moments from the previous 19 episodes. And we're going to kind of talk about what we think of Q1 of this year, how it all went so far, and what we're expecting the remaining three quarters of the year to look like. So stay tuned, folks. We're going to go ahead and cut out of the live feeds now. Um, make sure you look us up on Spotify, Apple Music, 
And what's the other one that I use? SoundCloud. SoundCloud, the one that I pay. They do the RSS feed because they're awesome. Yeah, cool. All right, remember to like and share with all your friends because now we're legitimate and we have good audio and we have headphones. Yes. I actually have a drive to be smooth. Yes. Yes. Smooth. All right, cool. Okay, bye. This is the outro. Yeah. We are irresponsible. Yep. Have a good night. Everybody enjoy. <laughs> Just gonna put the string on fire. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. I'm so excited for this food. Oh yeah. You finna smash that food, bud? I'm about to have some red rooster. Red rooster. Did your food get here? What is Red Rooster? Uh, based off of this, Uber Eats says two minutes. Ah. Is Red Rooster something in Australia, or is that something that they actually have over here too? Mm, I think I think it's just in Australia. Oh, hold um, up! They 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 eat a lot of chicken down here. Yeah, what's up? I have a story about Red Roosters. So, Red Roosters is a restaurant down in Australia, right? Yes. And so it's a chicken-based place, right? Very. Okay, so Sam. You yeah. know how we want to go to Las Vegas? Yeah. So my coworker, he was telling me about a bar in Las Vegas. Oh, okay, maybe not Las Vegas proper, but you know the Las Vegas Las Vegas area, right? Oh, heck yeah, it's like a piece of cake. So anyway, he says that there's this bar called the Red Rooster, and it it looks like a house, a large house with a pool and everything, but uh, then you go inside and it's full of. Uh, riotous and uh, <laughs> fruitless, uh, riotous living people. Basically, it's like uh, it's almost like a swingers, uh, like a swingers club, mm-hmm. but not a swingers club. Oh. It's basically uh-huh. just a place where people go to meet other people, party, and hook up. And and he was and he said that uh, I had to take all of you guys to go there. Uh, you know, basically act like, oh, hey, guys, like, my coworker suggested this bar, but it's definitely not a place that we would have wanted to go. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my little story about Red Roosters. So, chicken and sex. Yeah, chicken and sex, pretty much. You, you know what? You know, they actually use this thing down here called chicken salt. Chicken, called it's what? Kind of chicken salt? Like chicken a seasoning? Salt. Chicken salt. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's seasoning, but they put that... On, on all the chips, I mean, sorry, on, on all the fries down here. Oh, okay. Is it pretty good? So, dude, it's so good. It makes the chips taste so much better. Ooh. Well, I can appreciate that. I will, I can uh, see if I can bring some back. Please but do. I'm also, planning on, I'm also planning on probably coming back sometime this year. That'd be cool. Sweet. That'd be way cool for you. Do you call chips crisps now, too? Sorry? Do you call chips crisps now, too? Fish and crisps. No, not crisps. Just, just chips. Chips. Wait, wait, but you called French fries chips. What do you call yeah, chips? Yeah, so it's potato chips. Oh, okay. What do you call tortilla chips? You just Sorry? you just say tortilla chips and potato chips yeah. and then chips. Yeah, that's oh, okay. yeah. They they don't really have they don't really have tortilla chips down here. That's actually another business idea that like me and my family have. We're starting up um, a uh, Mexican joint down here. Ooh, that would be Liddy McTitties. That'd be awesome. Very, very uh, much Liddy. Yeah, I mean, are there a lot of like Hispanic restaurant joints there besides Taco Bell? 
They actually don't have Taco Bell down here. What? what? <laughs> Insane, right? So in the 80s, they, they, they tried to bring Taco Bell, and it just was a complete and utter disaster. Really? What what do you know what yeah. went wrong? Do you know like what caused it to not just just the market cuz up until like 1976 Australia was predominantly white so they they didn't really allow much for immigration um up until that point. Mm. So I think I think 76 or 66 somewhere around there. But up until then there there were no immigrants and now I mean Australia is like right on board to catch up with the US within a couple of decades. Wow, really? As far as immigration numbers or total population, I would say immigration because right now, based off what I've seen and what I've talked to with a lot of like real Aussies, mm-hmm. is uh, uh, like the white, the Caucasian is starting to become a minority here in Australia. Dang. Just because, dude, there's like there's so many like Middle Easterns here. Like I eat Turkish food all the time. There's a ton of Lebanese people. A lot of Polynesians, Asians everywhere. There, I I've heard there's a large amount of uh, Chinese people that um, immigrate to Australia. Yes. So so the Chinese almost almost bought out Australia because for a while for a while China wouldn't allow um, the the Chinese nationals to purchase more than a certain amount of properties or certain amount of real estate. So rich Chinese investors would buy up land, property, buildings here in Australia. And it wasn't until like I don't know, like five or ten years ago, that the, that the government woke up and like, nope, no more. Oh, oh interesting. Oh, interesting. No more land barons. I said no more. No more for you. See, I kind of wonder no about more. that. Like economically, how does that play out long term? Because people talk about gentrification of places as if it's bad. And then if everyone who's wealthy leaves, like in the United States, I think they call it like white flight when, you know, white people say leave an area. Huh. But like ultimately, aren't they kind of bringing up the standard of living because those wealthy people who have property are probably willing to pay a lot more for the goods and services that are already there. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, probably. it does. I can see it, you know, driving up prices for the locals to live there too, so... Actually, it has. So right now, the the real estate market in Sydney mm-hmm. it is insanely high. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody in the city who has like a flat or just like a regular apartment, apartment in downtown Sydney will run you no less than one point eight million dollars. Wow. Whoa. What? But that that's to buy it outright. Yeah, that's to buy it outright. And just one of them. One of them. Dang. Boy, they got to be balling in Sydney. Pretty much. Yeah, but then again, but then again, like the the Australian dollar to the U.S. dollar, it goes the Australian dollar is worth two thirds of more than the American dollar is worth. Ooh, mm. currency That's not stuff. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, just 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 to kind of paint you a picture, my order that I just placed was like eighteen Australian dollars for like a big a big meal. It's like a burger, some sides, um, chips, and a drink. Um, and then the Uber Eats was like six bucks, so I just paid like I don't know twenty five, twenty six bucks for a meal. Okay. Mm. Australian dollars, but that's like I don't know, like sixteen, eighteen bucks American. Okay. Hmm. So I mean, it's it's definitely a lot more expensive to live in Sydney. Right. I would say or so. In, or in Australia. My last Uber me- Eats. My last uh, 
My last Taco Bell meal yeah. was close so, to 16. What you can do, you can go to uh, the main road and click 37. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, what did you directions? Yeah, I think he's, yeah. Rick is, Sorry, super, Rick, Rick needs super the random. food. I, he needs the food. I was I was literally just, just walking, like, just, just standing on the balcony outside, and I see the guy walking with me. I'm like, hey, are you my Uber Eats driver? Hey, bro. Hey, up here. Are you, uh, you Uber Eats? You got my food? Yeah. Hey, hey, man, I'm hungry. <laughs> just toss that up here. Just, just give it a good toss. All right, um, all right. Who all by raise of hand? Uh, and Rick, I can, you know, I'll, I'll hear you raise your hand over the phone because my ears are that great. Who's seen Into the Spider Verse? I think we all have. I thought Jesse, I thought you Jesse, I've not seen it. No, okay. No, I have not seen it either. What? Wait, I'm the only person who's seen it. Well, and me. Oh, you. Oh, you, Taylor. You saw. You know it. why I saw that. You know how you don't like it when I go on Rotten Tomatoes to look at things, because then I complain about the movie or whatever. Right. No, I don't. I don't complain about that. I complain about Rotten Tomatoes in general. Okay. So anyway, I went on Rotten Tomatoes because the options were like two horrible movies. Like one of them was Mortal Engines, and one of them was some other like action movie. Ooh, heard Mortal Engines got rated like trash on Rotten Tomatoes, and I would normally not consider seeing Into the Spider Verse because I'm not huge on super hero films and i wouldn't trust them to make like a kid's version of it good right. but rotten tomatoes was like hey this is good critics like it audience likes it so i'm like cool i'm gonna go see that went and saw it with a cousin and another relative and it was really okay. good thank you yeah um yeah it's i was blown away i like the animation style you know because it felt very it felt very card comic bookish right um which is very fitting for that particular superhero right um and then also the story like the story was really put together well yeah i i have absolutely no idea i'll again refer back to uh the fact that i haven't seen uh a movie in the theaters for years Mm. i believe i spoke with this about uh with you and caleb right you guys were talking about yeah. Movies. You like don't like theater. Just not worth it, or you don't like the theater experience. I I'm not a fan of uh, yeah either. Like I get okay if it s- costs three dollars, would you go? If it costs three dollars, yes. There's a place in Ohio, the Danbury Dollar the Danbury Saver. Danbury Dollar Theater. Dude, that place was lit. And, uh, Two dollar Tuesdays. Yep. That so was... so it's the price is not worth it. It's not that you're like, oh, I hate the crowds and I hate the seats and I hate the screen. No, because it's just actually, like for the price, it's a- you don't like it enough. I don't like it enough. I don't think yeah. it does enough for me. I don't like the idea of like fair point. getting up and going to the movie to a movie theater, dealing with the crowds and the people going there. The seating usually I don't mind because most of the seating now you have those luxurious like XD lounges or whatever. Yeah. And so you have these nice chairs you sit in and that's fine. But then it's like Dealing with the movie experience, I'm like, no, no, it's not really that great. And then, and when it comes to movies, like me, I'm not a huge like, oh, I gotta, you know, I gotta see the next Marvel film. I gotta see the next, uh, you know, I gotta see the next. I don't. Back when Twilight was coming out, like I gotta see the next Twilight right when it comes out. Uh, <laughs> well, first off, okay, listen, <laughs> listen. The only people, the best example. only basic bitches were shitting their pants over seeing Twilight. Everybody else yeah. is just like. I hate that crap. It's I don't stupid. Know. <laughs> I don't know why I chose that. I agree. Example. Those movies were 
awful. Garbage. I watched the first one and I watched the fourth one. And uh, that's, this is this is a little secret. I've actually went to go see all of them at the midnight premiere. But see them but I'm calling something right now. I bet yes. I yes. bet you went because there was a lady involved. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. There was. See, and that's why I went to the first and fourth one because there was a woman involved. Dude, that's so God, funny. So I read all of those books literally because a girl that I I don't know what you'd call it like respected. I thought I was attracted to her at the time because I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that I wasn't at attracted the time, to girls. I thought I was so I just thought it was like attraction. Or Due something, to my sexuality being in, uh, in in complete limbo at that point. Uh. I, yeah, I was clueless, but uh, she. I liked talking to her, I think is what it was, because she wasn't, she just never talked about like regular girl things. She'd always talk about books, and I would always read. Right. So she was in the study hall, so I would just like covertly always know what book she was reading, because I would look at it on her desk, right. or like see her reading it, and then when I noticed she read another book, she always went one. to the library before that study hall, so I knew she had just returned it, so I would... Ask the study hall teacher to go to the library because I know that she just went there probably right before study hall. And I would reach in that slot and I would grab her book because I knew which one it was out of there and I would check it out. So that then if she was talking with her friends about books, I would have something to say because shortly thereafter I would have read that book too. Yeah. Well, and so I, I book stalked this <laughs> person through the Twilight series and one other book called Crosses and Knots. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, Taylor. Uh, question to you, Sam, what, or and Rick. What was the last time you guys read a book? <laughs> like a hard oh. copy book. <laughs> hard copy book. <laughs> what an asshole question. <laughs> what am I, some type of Neanderthal? I mean, no, all I'm, I'm saying for is your I, information, right Sam read now. a textbook last night. That's yeah. not what I mean. That's do my, that, do my count. Text, do I do my text? Count. Do my textbooks count? No, absolutely. Peasant ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, last book. Last, the, last, the, the last book I read was how to win how to win friends and influence people. Dude, I hated that book. I got like and how long twenty percent of the way through it, and I was just like, "This is so dumb. This dude is condescending. Everything he says is so obvious. Like, I hate people. I hate him, and I'm not reading this anymore." Now, hold on. When did you read that, Taylor? Yeah, because, Taylor, you don't want friends and you don't want people to like you. Dude, yeah. I remember you there was like a guy parody like book or a title that someone put up that was like, How to Lose Friends and Alienate People. <laughs> <laughs> the antithesis for all the antisocial people out there. So, the last book I read was uh, the last um, Game of Thrones book, which uh-huh. is actually the series of Fire and Ice. Right. Um, I think it was the fifth book that I read. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I don't read very often, but when I do... It's, it's the, those big books. It's the big books. What about you, Rick? Yeah. So, uh, well, the last one was how to win friends and influence people. Right now, I'm reading pathological positivity. Oh, okay. oh. What did you? So, I'm curious because you made it through the whole book. And sorry to like bash on the first twenty percent of it no, that good. I read. <laughs> what did What did you like most about that? How to win friends and influence people book. What you learn from it? Um. Well, what I learned. Well, I mean, I, I work in sales, so my job is to make people like me, or else if they don't, they don't buy, and I don't make money. Right. So, um, one of the, again, it's super cheesy. It was written like forever ago, but a, a lot of the concepts that were in it were very, very, at least the ones that I really liked, are being a little bit more trying to be empathetic towards people, um, genuinely trying to care for people, and 
I mean, for me, I I look at I look at that book as in if if I can help people out, why not? Yeah, right. You know, by 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 meeting people, um, new people every day. It's just one of those things where maybe I'm putting a possibility where I can help somebody out with whatever it may be. You know, and for me, that's that. That's just what I got from it. Yeah, you know, you know, for me, it was primarily sexual favors and chocolate that makes people like me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Everybody here's like, wait, are you, are you for real? All just staring at him blankly, just like, uh, okay, that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> what a burn! So, 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 so my question is, how, how, how do you bypass all, all the all the first stuff to get straight to the point, Sam? Teach me your ways. <laughs> yeah, bud. <laughs> how do you schmooze people like that? <laughs> like, listen, how are you skipping all the BS crap? Yeah, I, beats me, bro. Beats me. It just kind of happens. I just wake up. I have no clue where I am. All my money's gone. <laughs> um, you know, Cardi B. Car- Cardi B's car sent you home in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the receipt said paid for by one Cardimus B. So, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. To yeah. be fair, to be fair, the last time I read a book was uh, like a year ago. Uh, actually, no, it was last year. Was it like a manual? Because I would expect you to read either an adventure novel about some dude surviving in the wilderness with like axes and guns. Gotcha. Or a manual on like how to take apart and assemble a gun. Actually, out when it, it, during my younger years, I loved reading those kinds of books, like technical manuals. Yeah. I loved reading... Uh, Especially, you know, like older ones, it's mostly regarding the firearms. So I would read technical uh, books about like a particular country's series of firearms. So like French firearms throughout World War Two or World War One, or German firearms throughout uh, World War Two to like present day, uh, and you know American firearms, and then also that extended into like things like planes. Uh, you know, cars. You know, of this of planes, similar. trains, and automobiles. Planes, but, but trains, what and novels did you read? Because that's like that almost counts like a textbook. Counts. Yeah, yeah. You read Harry a... Potter, didn't you? What? Who didn't read Harry Potter? I did not read Harry Potter. Good for you. I did not read Harry. Potter. Oh, good for you too, Rick. Out of respect, I enjoy Harry Potter, but out of respect, uh, J.K. Rowling could stuff it. I like the books, uh, but I think I think the movies. To be totally honest, I think the movies are incredibly overrated. Uh, I don't, like. I don't really like the movies. I can't. I can't sit down. Like, I like them. I like them. I'll, my family owns every every one of the movies. But after the third one, not my thing. After Christopher Columbus died, they all started to tank because the artistic vision behind them was so confusing. Because Wait, the first Columbus, yeah. Or uh, well, Chris. Uh, what was his name? No, Columbo. No, it, what was his name? Oh, uh, he was the guy who made a Home Alone movies. Um, uh, You're not, saying the director who like yeah. died. Um, what's his name? You mean, you yeah, mean, it's you Chris, mean yeah, it's Chris Columbus. It's Chris Columbus. No, not Dumbledore. Oh. Yeah, it was Chris Columbus. Which he, ones did he direct? Um, he directed the first two. So Sorcerer's Stone and then uh, the Chamber of Secrets. Chamber oh, and the sequels. third one. And the third one. I think actually the third one is Prisoner, no, not Prisoner of Azkaban. That's yeah, it. yeah, it's Prisoner of Azkaban. That's what is it is. Is it? Yeah, third one, third one's Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh. So if you notice, by the way, a really good one. Yeah. So if you notice, like those first three movies, they're still kind of kiddy. Uh, they embrace all the wizardry stuff, and then from the fourth one on, they try to get too dark, realistic. Yeah, very. They don't very wear pretty. their uh, house clothes anymore. Like, I, I, 
I don't know. It was kind of it was kind of weird. I just remember they all kind of just started looking like teenage punks yeah. at some point. They all got like longer hair. All the candles were always and, melted. Dumbledore put a, like a rubber band or something in his beard, and it all just looked kind of weird. And they also butchered the Goblet of Fire, which was arguably one of the coolest parts of the entire series. And they're like, let's just have some crazy uh, spirit things fly around, and we're going to take out all the cool creatures and the riddles and all this stuff. And Yeah, that was super yeah. annoying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm the, watered it down. Yeah. yeah, guys, let's. How about we go to Hollywood and become producers and just tell everybody to go stick it. Just. Uh, I would love to go to Hollywood and tell all of those people to stick it. However, except except for Quentin Tarantino. Except for Quentin Tarantino. You know what? Yeah, you're right. And James Gunn. And and if Alan Rickman was still alive, he's cool. Christopher Nolan. And yeah, and Chris Christopher and Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, everybody else. I just want go. more Interstellar. That's what I want. Oh, Movies please, like that, where it's like, more. there's one movie. Maybe there will be a second one, but just like make me cry. Have an incredible soundtrack. I don't even care. You know if what? It sounds like you ripped off Philip Glass. You know I what? Love Philip Glass. You know what is fitting that description, Taylor? Shrek. Oh <laughs> yeah, but that's like totally different. No, it is not. No, it is not. It's got a story that makes you tear up. It's got a great soundtrack. Never cried. Don't care about the soundtrack. What is wrong with you? I don't know. That's just... How can you not tear up when Donkey's like, that's what friends do. They forgive each other. And then when Shrek thinks that like Fiona hated him because, you know, he was ugly, but it turns out Fiona loved him. And and then, of course, who can forget all the memes that have, you know, come from Smash Mouth and all that stuff. Like, come on. Or about Donkey getting with the dragon. Donkey hooking up with a dragon. I think it's comedy. I think I just have a serious aversion to comedy in a lot of cases. Yeah. It just... That makes me like look at it and become so aloof. I mean, I can understand that because I think I have a similar lens when I look at movies. Yeah, like I don't do well with like romantic comedies or comedy movies in general. Like that, like when I watch them, it's almost like I get too giddy or too laughy, and I feel like like it's, like it's awkward. And so I end up like running out of the room. I'm like, no, this is stupid. Entertainment's and a really interesting thing because a lot of it is subjective, right? And I think you have to put yourself in the right environment for it. Like which, yeah, Spider Verse. But I, th- I honestly think anybody could go like that movie. Right. Um, but sorry, what were you? You were about to say Jesse and I went and saw Don Diablo on Saturday. Yes, we did, and it was really cool. Park City. That Park was City the first Live. EDM show I had ever gone to, and me as well. And how was it? It was cool. You know what? I'm going to be totally honest though. I didn't like having people touch me. Um, I probably got like me six. Probably like I don't know. 50 million times. Maybe that's why I got sick. It just took a couple days to germinate. Yeah, I don't body. like having people touch me that much. It was a small venue. Yeah. And people were crowded. You know, in. people were just pushing and shoving the whole time to get around. And yeah, yeah. Like, but the music was great. And the, the bass, I, I thought it was going to like knock my heart out of my chest. It was ridiculous. Fantastic. The amount of the energy that he you put had. on such a great set too because it's like the first person you know it's like nobody's really there then the second girl she just played a lot of stuff that like she didn't play anything original like uh, it was just taking a bunch of other like popular songs out right now that people would recognize and then just kind of mixed them up and it sounded really good and it got people yeah. hyped up because once they would hear a song they'd recognize like oh yeah, yeah. cool and then when dawn came on oh Dude, my gosh immediate change in energy unbelievable He's been around the block for a while. Yeah. Like, and it, yeah. it's cool to see how his music's changed too, because, 
his first stuff didn't really have he, he's like really found his sound like that's the thing about EDM is like you can really tell somebody apart when they have their own signature sound like uh, like Tiesto you can turn on Tiesto's song and be like oh yeah that's Tiesto or Skrillex has kind of evolved from like doing the dubstep stuff to now he'll do kind of house EDM stuff. Don Diablo is the same way. Right. There's a lot of artists that have their their unique sound. By the way, Don Diablo is 39. What? 39. 39. He's 39? Yep. He's old. Actually, the oldest DJ I've ever seen is Gian Van Luca. I don't know if you guys follow him on Instagram. Uh-uh. How old don't is he? I don't know who you're talking he's, about. He's, he's, like, he's like 50s, in his 50s or in his 60s. The dude is tatted up, and he performs at, at the win in Las Vegas like every other weekend. Oh, wow. Wow. So well, I, Tiesto, because Tiesto's 50. Yeah. Um, uh, David Guetta's 50. Yeah, he's up there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's – I wouldn't say it's a changing of the guard because those dudes are, like, still relevant. Like, they still oh, put definitely. music. And you think about it, there's, like, no toll on their body at all whatsoever because yeah. – for they, for entertainer purposes, they could go on for a long yeah, time. Yeah, when they go on tour, they're standing behind a turntable trying to look like they're busy. So basically, like, <laughs> they could be Stephen Hawking and accomplish almost the same thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe we, not If we're talking about is, dollars, if we're talking about money earned, then... Yeah. Well, yeah, but... Maybe not be able to do everything that they do with Stephen Hawking. I bet, I bet you could control something with your mouth like that. Because wasn't that what it was? His eyes and his mouth. He had like something in his mouth. Or did no, he, I thought, did he I use thought his I, knee? Did no, he use I his thought he to... used. He, he still had like control over one of his hands, and he typed out everything. But I'm just guessing. No, he didn't type it no. out. It was tracking his eyes or something with his tongue. But yeah. if you could do that, I bet you could manipulate really? one of those uh, EDM interfaces. Huh. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure. Well, let's try it. <laughs> who, um, who wants to you know uh, go? You ain't veg- paralyzing me. Who wants to go vegetable mode? Nope. Veggie mode. Well, he wasn't a vegetable. Taylor? He was a quadriplegic. Was he a quadriplegic? Quadriplegic, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's kind of... You know, I really haven't read up that much on Stephen Hawking, but I can only imagine just, you know, losing control over your body and having such a brilliant brain. Right. That's, yeah. That's it's torture. It's just good that he could communicate later, because that, yeah. would, that would be torture, especially if you could not communicate anything that you were thinking with anyone else. Yo, now that summer's rolled around, there's a lot of concerts. I've screenshotted a bunch of shows that I want to go to, and I think we all need to make an effort to go. I'm, dude, I'm totally down. Who also wants to sell a... Like EDC? Yeah, who wants to sell a kidney and go to EDC? How much does it cost? Uh, 350 for general admission for the uh, whole weekend. Yeah, but Yikes. that's like a vacation, though, guys. Yeah. That's a weekend. And it's in Vegas. Yeah, so you drive there. I, I'm guessing it's going to be expensive, though, for hotels. Well, if you, oh, if we know people, if we know people, if you yeah. know people in this Vegas, you stay with them and they just commute up. The bad thing is parking. Yeah, and yeah, and parking, it's parking at EDC is the worst. And it's literally all day. It's music, literally, like morning, night. That's it. People are Which, just partying. I don't know how I feel about that because when we went to Don Diablo, we were there from what eight thirty to two thirty at night. Yeah, two two thirty. Like that I, was exhausting. It was exhausting standing for that long. And we didn't. Ha- we didn't like. There was nothing because I took that rock star beforehand. No, that monster. That monster hydro. Yeah. And that w- that was it. Yeah. I mean, we we were awake the whole time, so it's not like we had it at a moment where we were like. Ugh. We were also worried about the the douche fest behind us and the VIP. Oh my gosh! What Taylor, a bunch I told of you about these stupid guys right looking there. Neanderthals. 
morons. Dudes just getting super hammered. They couldn't stand up. One, they tried to have their buddy crowd surf and they dropped him. Morons. <laughs> one one morons. guy got kicked out because I think he started a fight with another one of the guys. Yeah. Gosh, uh-huh. it was. They I just, wonder how much they paid for that. I wonder how much they paid to be in a VIP booth. Dude, if I'm honest, if I had paid as much as I think they did, I would have been pissed because it's like the VIP area was right on the floor. Everybody else was surrounding them. Like, if I'm a VIP, I want to have a room that's away from all the peasantry. Yeah. Uh, like, put yeah. me in an elevated spot like the like the VIP lounges on the, the rafters, uh, you know, on the sides. Now, I also think uh, Park City Live is not a very big venue, though. No. That no. was a small place. Apparently, though, there was a whole downstairs portion as well. Like, really? So, yeah. There, you saw there were stairs. That we oh, yeah. There were also, there, apparently, there's like two or three more floors. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We should have looted the place. We should have properly searched it. Nah, dude, because, you know, the, the, those the bouncers. rent-a-cop bouncers, they the, were just like, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to stay outside Like once you leave the main area. The big boys. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they're all softies. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a couple dudes I was like, uh, I could pummel you if I wanted right. to. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's all good, though. Um, yeah, it was super fun, though. I want to go to more stuff like that. I found it quite enjoyable. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's cool, too, because you're not, like... If you go to a rap concert, like, rappers try to rap over their stuff, and it sounds like hot garbage. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's very few artists that can put on a good show that are rappers. I think Travis Scott puts on a good show, <laughs> from what I've seen. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert likes jumping off of stuff. Is yep. it because they're having to sing, and vocally it's hard to get the right kind of no. feel to your voice? No, what they do is they play their music over top of it, and then they scream over top of what they're, like what they're what, what's on the track so they'll cut out parts of it and then they'll yeah. just scream over top of it but so it's like they're doing karaoke yeah mm-hmm. kind of yeah but why would that be so bad like shouldn't that be pretty because it sounds bad it sounds really crappy what sounds bad in my opinion their them voice? screaming over it yeah because yeah, i i i think with rap it's hard to get your voice to have the right feel to it live when in a studio you can do it over and over and over well, again and then you got guys like bass so you don't sound squeaky you got guys like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne doesn't memorize any of his music. Oh, really? Yeah. Like none. Wait. That's Little is that, is John. that Little John? Uh, that was Lil John. <laughs> you peasant. What's wrong with you? I did it again. We don't disrespect Lil Wayne in this house like that. Uh, or yeah, Lil John. I don't give wrong, two shits about Lil Wayne, so Lil Wayne can come and suck my left nut. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, that escalated quickly. I mean, I... I, I okay, I If apologize. he shows up at our door... With a huge styrofoam cup of lean, he's like, hey, I had somebody in here said I need to suck his left nut. <laughs> Wheezy baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I suppose I shouldn't target that completely at Little Wayne. I just don't like This is going on the internet. Book. You realize that he's got shooters. He's got people everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and I got a couple of shooters, <laughs> Jesse's like, I'm picking a fight. I'm picking a fight. I know I can win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right. That's why you were setting up claymores at the door. Yeah. It's now Modern Warfare 2. It's, Dude. Uh, man, the Claymores, man. This is real life. That was the best part of Call of Duty was just trolling people with Claymores. Yeah. Scavenger, it's okay. Scavenger Pro and Claymores. That's all it was because he just, boom, they die. Pick him up. Boom, they die. Pick him up. Boom. You can get a kill just streak off of one corner. <laughs> you can get a kill streak with oh, Claymores true. alone. It's okay. I'll just, uh, you know, if I get attacked by two dudes randomly in the middle of the night, you know. Yeah. 
Um, It'll be mysterious. It'll be a mysterious attack. So the Trump and Russia collusion stuff kind of took another crazy turn. Yeah. I hadn't hadn't heard any news from that, so please fill me in. Um, Basically, they took a summary of uh, uh, Mueller's, Mueller's, however you say his name, of his findings. It's basically a four-page summary where he said, um, I don't think there's collusion. But he he did admit that Russia was trying to influence our elections. Uh Uh-huh. And that Trump could have obstructed. Could have obstructed the Russians from doing it? No. No, like our law enforcement from (coughs) clamping down on them. So wouldn't obstruction be grounds for, you know, for them to take some type of action? I don't know that they had enough evidence that he had done enough to take action. Because that's what it sounded like to me. They're like, basically, hey... you. If you try to prosecute this guy, there's just frankly not enough stuff to go on to show that he was colluding with Russia. But here's the thing. It was either the House or the Senate unanim- mm-hmm. unanimously voted that they wanted – they didn't want the summary. They wanted the full report. Yeah. Right. So I'm wondering if, if there's crap in there that they're trying to hide and just kind of brush it off to the side. Huh. The only thing is, though, is that they've been dragging this on for so it's long. It's been almost two years now. Find something else because, like – you're you're probably more likely to find him screwing up something else than the whole Russia thing. Like, right. like it's what two nearly two years now, over two years now, over two years that people have been hacking at the same thing, kicking the same dead horse. I mean, I think ultimately, long term, it actually plays out in Trump's favor because yeah. the longer they pull at this thread, once it eventually turns up to be nothing, whether or not it's now or after they completely go through the Mueller report or whatever, at some point. If they're not correct, then that is just hugely lot reinforcing of the idea of fake news. Uh-huh. Because yeah. you have that, and you have a bunch of other stuff today, like the Jesse Smollett thing. But anyway, with with any of this, it, it's basically just taking the established news agencies and saying, look, if they report it, there's a chance that it's fake. It doesn't matter how big it is. It doesn't matter how crazy it is. It doesn't matter which news reporter it is. There, right. There's a large chance that it's fake, and anyone yeah. can dismiss it. So these days, I just, I almost feel bad because like some of my peers went into broadcast or news or media or, or journalism. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, honestly, I, I don't it's see not a any more value to. in it unless you're on the ground, like videotaping something in a war zone. I believe that. Yeah. But if there's any kind of political sway to it, I'm like, okay, well, it's take it worth a grain of salt. Pushing someone's agenda. That's a good point. I could see Trump just trying to stir up more, like enough negative media about him, and then he comes out on top, and he's like, "Suck it, people! Now you can vote for me because they're wrong, and I'm right, and you should keep me as president." I. I don't know that he's necessarily trying to do that. I think it is just people <coughs> shooting themselves in the foot, not thinking about the long-term consequences of yep. what if you are wrong. Yeah. Because imagine building up for a couple years all this anger towards someone. You've you've basically chosen, okay, I'm going to dedicate my life to this thing. And even if it turns out to be an illusion, you're so dedicated to it being real, you, you can't go back. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I've already gone far enough now yeah, i've sailed my ship yeah it's um oh, i just brain farted but what i was gonna i had something so profound i was going to say i'm sure you did not really no very few things i say are profound <laughs> oh i wouldn't say that oh uh, i would <laughs> I, I i totes would um well no here's the thing that gets me 
is we spent all this time, ta- you know, saying shame on Russia, shame on Russia for them trying to mess with our with our with our elections. Okay, well, here's a few things. Okay, well, let's take this out of context. What if it's not an election? Like we have the is we have the Israeli embassy that lobbies our government hardcore every single day. Like, what's the difference be- between the election and them like actively doing that? Like, they're they're in Washington. They're paying people to go and push pro-Israel uh, legislation. Yeah, like, how is that any different than than somebody else trying to push an election in their favor so they benefit from it? Like, right. there's very few things that are different from that. Of course, you know, uh, the lobbying route, they're doing it legally right. to a sense. But the moral implication behind it is still messed up. The other thing, too, is the U.S. has meddled in practically... I don't know how many how many how many elections would you say the U.S. has rigged? So I just pulled up. There's kind of an infographic. If you look up uh, electoral interference by the U.S. 1946 to 2000, there's actually a map of all the countries where the U.S. has intervened. I'm going to read one column. There are three columns plus five. Sorry, four countries that are no longer countries. So just in one column, it's. Albania, Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Bulgaria, Cambodia, Chile, Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, Greece, Grenada, Guatemala, Guyana, and Haiti. There are three columns of that length, plus four other countries that no longer exist, West Germany, South Vietnam, Czechoslovakia, and former Yugoslavia. What the heck were we doing in Greece? Oh, also, um, some of these countries, it's multiple times. So South Korea, or sorry, South Vietnam, it was 1961 and 1971, and then former (laughs) Yugoslavia, it was 1992 and 2000. Well, they established a president there. Cuba, I mean, Cuba, how many presidents did they put in place in that? Yeah, right. And then, whoops, sorry. Oh, yeah. communists. The other thing that I question is how Leader. many fence sitters were influenced by Russia. I don't know that we have that many fence sitters in the United States. I could see Russia reinforcing people who wanted to support Trump yeah. and re-entrenching people who already loved Hillary because now they have someone fighting against them, so they're unified and polarized against it. I'm not, I'm not sure that it had a very big impact on taking people's votes one way or the other. And the other thing, too, I think it's a, it's probably a diversion tactic. There's probably something bigger that they're trying to hide from us. Uh, that's that's kind of my thought. Like, I thought let's it was... just hang them up on Russia for a little bit. Definitely, longer. yeah. Just, di- I'll just divert and make, make the country diverge itself and distract. Yeah. You know. It's really all it is, is smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Like the Kavanaugh stuff. Man, Kavanaugh's Huge. not a good judge. He, like, if people would have looked into, like, his views on a lot of constitutional... Um, on basically a lot of the constitutional hearings and precedents and his views on it, stuff like that. Like you wouldn't want him in there. Like if you would have told him that he helped co-author the, the Patriot act, people would have been like, wait, what that thing? No, 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 no. I don't want him in office, but nobody cared because the whole, it's all about the sex stuff. It's all about the sex stuff, which was a crock of shit anyway, because almost, I, I think it was every single person. It was not like, nah, he didn't, he didn't yeah. Uh, Dr. Ford's was like, yeah, it happened 40 I years ago. I think the telling thing was that all of the people dropped all of the legal proceedings that they were Directly talking about. So like there, yes. there are no active legal proceedings. And and there was one girl who openly admitted that she just made it up. She straight up said, yeah, I just thought that I'd tap into the hysteria. Um, <sighs> it's like, are you, really? are you kidding me? <laughs> like, seriously. There were so many things wrong with that because then there was a bunch of other crap that was running on behind the scenes. 
And it was all to distract us from the fact that that dude was like not. It's probably not best. They're like, let's get him embroiled in some type of. We'll have these really weak sexual accusation claims against him. It'll take. Do go I on think? For months. Do I think he could have done that to Doctor Ford? Oh yeah, he very well could have. And if that did happen to Doctor Ford, like, good. You need to speak up. But she's been used because nobody talks about her now. During the whole women's. Uh, is there a women's history month or a women's rights month or i mean it seems like there are like a lot of companies and a lot of institutions will oh there was international women's day the other yeah week. they have that Other there ones. was not a single mention of dr ford on there none zero whatsoever because she's not she she's she not doesn't politically help, important anymore. she doesn't help out the agenda no it's like like if the people are really championing women's causes shouldn't you Say like, hey, that was a brave thing for her to do to step up and say something, even though it was very improbable that something was going to stick, or you know. But nobody, nobody said, nobody said a damn thing about it right now, because we get played. We're playing ourselves all the time. You know, when they say it's, uh, it's like us versus them, uh, the, like the idea of like maybe say just like the right versus the left, or like moderates versus whoever. Yeah, it's it's. I, I don't really think it's like that. It's it's the average citizen. Yeah. Versus the political elite. The elitist. As well, Alex Jones said. Not to not to go down <laughs> not to go down that road, Alex. You know, calm down, go back in your bunker. But you like you don't want to be the right? gay frogs. I mean <laughs> but like that's under understandable, right? Yeah. I mean Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's you know what? We've talked a lot about our crappy US stuff. Rick. What's up, dude? Tell us about Australia. What what have been some of the uh, the 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 fun enjoyable things you've taken from Australia. Driving on the right on the left hand side of the road. Yeah. What? That's a <laughs> Yeah. You like it better? Yeah. Um, it, it's actually pretty dope. But one of the things that I really like about Australia is that everything is way more laid back. Yeah. Like just. I just the people them. Okay. Sorry. No, no I was just, I was just gonna go into a further interrogative about that. Continue. So, um, the people are way more laid back. Like, it is a lot more chill. There's a lot more diversity culturally, so you get a little bit of everything. And the, actually, one of the things that I really enjoy is the public transportation system down here. Oh, yeah? It is amazing. Yeah, what dude. do you like about like, it? I, I, it's just, it's convenient. It's established. You know, like back home, like in Utah especially, you know, you have all that traffic. You have all that construction. The, you know, the buses. Oh yeah, the, the new the new buses they've put in, and it scares the people because people are going in the bus lanes, <laughs> and they're screwing everything up. Jesse and I were in the car the other day where some person had blocked a bus, and the bus just laying on the horn like, <laughs> and the car's just like, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck here. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the bus lane. I'm gonna have to cut across three lanes of traffic. Oh my gosh, dude, it's crazy yeah. stuff like that. So- yeah, so I mean that that's the thing is um, they they have bus lanes here and people drive in them like during peak hours. Um, but I mean they have their like on the highways they have like their own designated um, lanes that they use. Mm. Wait, buses going? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, so the buses have their own lane. Like last weekend, I was up in Queensland, and uh, Queensland is like starting to grow. It's like one of the one of the bigger cities in in the whole continent, but. Because it's so new, they realized what they did wrong in Sydney, and now they have like massive highways, and like all the bus lanes have their their own designated lanes oh, already built nice. in. So, 
yeah, I mean, it's growing. It's it's a lot of fun. And, yeah, man, I love it. I'm actually pretty pretty bummed I have to go home soon. That yeah, kind of sucks. Um, one question that I have, would you say the standard of living is pretty much the same as the United States? Yes. Close. Very, very close. Which is one of the things that really shocked me when I got down here was um, – the fact that it's it's very similar to the U.S. Yeah, it's uh, it's I saw a meme once that said like Australia Australia is basically British Texas, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but I can see that. Yeah, but it's interesting. I mean, because you look at them, I mean, they they're definitely a first world country. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean it's an industrious place, and oh, you got to go to the zoo. You um, you went to uh, what zoo was yeah. it? Yeah, I, I I went to Australia Zoo. I went to the zoo that that Steve Irwin owns. Oh. Did you take your shoes off because you were in sacred ground? Yeah, you should have. I I I I did. I I like paused. I had had a moment of reflection, pay homage to the, to the late and great Steve Irwin. You took out a stingray. Man, that guy was awesome, man. Yeah, you took out a stingray. Yeah. You threw it on the ground. Stupid stingrays. You let it suffocate, and <laughs> then you then you peed on it. <laughs> All right. And then you then you gave it to a a, a wallaby. And a wallaby. a wallaby. I dude, I actually saw wallabies. They're freaking ugly, man. <laughs> wallabies are ugly. Hold up, I gotta look. What, up what about koalas? Have you played with any koalas? Dude, co- dude, koalas are dope. So there, there's a there's a farm pretty close to where I'm staying at. It's called like Mandley City Farm. Yeah. We went there. I think it's the second week here, and they have like koalas, kangas, and everything. But I got to carry a koala. So it was so tight. Yeah. Was you was you very good koala boy? Do you like his eucalyptus? It was a koala girl. <laughs> oh, was a very good girl. They actually, yeah, good, very. Side note: they are they aren't bears. You're right. Are they rodents? No, they're marsupials. Uh-huh. Marsupials. Oh, that's, a wall- there you go. that's a wallaby. Wallabies are just small yep. kangaroos, oh, right? I was talking about the koalas. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and then koalas, koalas are also yeah. marsupials. Koalas are marsupials. Marsupials. But one 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 of the biggest things that that I did get from the Australia Zoo is everything is so open. Yeah. You know, like if if you've ever been to the zoos, all the animals are caged up, right. And stuff. It's just, dude. Like the, the the zoo was so massive. They had like lizards roaming around the entire place. Like all the animals, um, essentially shared the uh, the space. Oh wow. Now, so they they had like the rhinos, the zebras, and the giraffes, and some other animals in the same spot. Like the lemurs were literally right there too. Yeah, interesting. And they have no problems with like the animals killing each other. No, like the because the place is so big that they they just have their own space. So the natural okay. predators stick to themselves, but then they're all... yeah. So well, 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 obviously, obviously, like the natural predators are. You know, put in cages, like contain, not not in cages, but they're they're separated. Right. Yeah, and then the keepers feed they're them. Separate. Right. The keepers feed them. The craziest thing I saw, I kid you not. Um, so the keepers for the tigers, like they 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 were changing out the tigers from like to go feed them and whatnot. And one of the tigers that they brought in, 
he went in, peed, did, did his business, kind of marked his territory. But then he goes back to his trainers, to his keepers, and he he, he starts asking for pets. Oh, they no were way. petting the tiger. They were petting the tiger like a dog. No way. And then, you know, so tigers that, are just that, really that, that big cats. <laughs> so, you're, so. so what you're saying is there's hope for me to domesticate my tiger and, uh, like, yeah, live life with my cute yeah. little Bengal tiger. She's a very big yes, kitty. Yes, you can. Big kitty. They were literally just, like, petting its head, and they were, like, slapping its side, like, you know, like a dog that you slapped, you know? Wow. Kind of, like, patting. It was crazy. Like, my my mind was blown. And then when, when they were switching out the, the tigers, they each keeper is assigned to their own tiger, mm-hmm. and the tigers know their keeper. Like, they literally walked up, and they walked them out in leashes. Oh, cool. Wow. 10 out of 10. Very, very domestic. I'd poop, very, I'd very poop domestic. myself if I saw a neighbor walking a tiger. Just, you know, I don't know. Oh, well, that, but then also 10 out of 10, I would ask the pet it. <laughs> I'd be once, like, oh, once I've established I, I it won't maul so me, yeah. then I'd say, here's a very good boy or girl. Very good here's a steak. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. <laughs> um,. Uh, well, that's cool, and and so you're so you're flying back here soon, yeah? Yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, cool. That's got to be a tough thing because yeah. you've been there for over a month, yeah. Yeah, I've been here for over a month, and I don't want to go home. I know, but um, what's up? Well, I sorry, I'll I'll let you finish your thought, but uh, I just, I, just, I remember last time you came over to our house to have another podcast. I remember when we talked about this Australian trip of yours. Uh, you were even considered. Considering uh, what getting a dual citizenship and like living there more permanently. Yeah, yeah. So one one of the things I'm working on is I I kind of I kind of mucked up and messed up. Um, when when I applied for my visa through this travel agency, um, I had applied for a work visa. Ooh. To be able to stay here long term for a year, uh-huh. but I get here like I'm I'm just hanging out for like a couple of days, and then I realize okay I should probably go go get my visa stuff go get like whatever I need, like an account or like some sort of like um, employee number. I show up to the to the consulate and they're like, yeah, we don't have you down for a work visa. Oh. I'm like, and I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, like you you just have a traveler's visa. Ooh. But the, the agency that I went through, they're like, yeah, um, we, we got you a traveler's visa. So I'm like, well, what the well, F, dude? This, 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 yeah, I'm like, yeah, this, this does me no good. But then I called them, gave them a ton of crap. Anyways, the thing is, to get a work visa, I had to do so much stuff. Like, I had to prove uh, my income. I had to prove um, I had to get, like, fingerprint stuff, like, live scan and all this stuff. <sighs> but it would allow me to stay here for a full year. <laughs> I mean, it's def- that's definitely tempting. And clearly, you liked it enough during your month's trip that you don't want to leave. Yeah. If you stayed for a year, would you be losing money, or would you make enough money where you'd basically break even? Like, are you planning on working um, enough? That Taylor's you can another game yeah, 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 definitely. So, um, I've I've already been networking this whole time that I've been here. I mean, it's kind of been like a kind of a long vacation, but in the time I have been able to network with a few business owners down here, um, in a way to start up some sort of social media marketing agency. Um, online lead generation and just kind of getting them more um, business generation for them through the online social media platforms, yeah. which is still very, very new down here in Australia. All right. So that's good. Yeah, there's also that. 
So there's so there's potential, is what you're saying. Yeah, there there there's great potential, right. and that's 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 also one of the things that I realized is the fact that I mean Australia is a first world country, but uh-huh. it's still very young in the sense that it's not as advanced or established as the states back home. Uh, understandable. It's a good point. It's a very very good point. So if if anybody were to be able to start something up. Just nail it and scale it because Australia is still growing. I mean, the entire country's population is about 27 million. Right. Which that's it's, that's not. A, I mean, how many people are in LA alone? 33 million. Sheesh. That's interesting. And every, everybody in Australia lives off the coast. Like they're all coastal cities. They're all coastal states. Well, you know, you so got the, what is the it? More, the outback. The more, the, the more the they start working the inward, yeah. And then you've got the yeah. dingoes who roam around, and they're very good boys. Except they had to put up very good they boys. Had to put up fences because the dingoes were bad, and they were <laughs> eating cattle because they were bad boys. But now they're good boys because of domestication and fences. Right. <laughs> good boys. Yeah, very good boys. The best. The best of the, the boys. Best boys. I actually saw. I saw an albino dingo at the zoo. It was actually pretty dope. Oh, interesting. So I'm curious. No one, I'm guessing, moves inland because there's not very much there. I mean, the United States, we have so many people and so much of the land is farmable that it makes sense. Yeah. But out there, I'm guessing there's there's probably not because they have oil in Colorado. You can farm in Utah and Idaho. You, you can farm like all over the United States, I swear. Well, I mean, they've got, they've got farmers, and they, they have livestock. And right, things of that yeah, nature. but I'm guessing you might have to irrigate it even more, because I just, yeah, I, I yes. can't think of any large city in the middle of Australia, but it's huge. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the main ones is just Melbourne down south, Sydney, uh, Brisbane, and Perth. Perth is, like, all the way on the west coast. Right. Oh, I've never heard of Perth. Yeah, Perth, Perth is on the southwest coast, essentially like San Diego to Australia. Oh, I gotcha. I'm thinking of it in like Naruto sense. Like each village has their own type of specialty. Like one has Crocs. Oh, all village. One's the all Croc the village. Yeah. The other's the Wallaby village or Dingo village. Yes. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> the koala I'm village. just still thinking of animals. The kangaroo village. <laughs> The, kang- dude, <laughs> the Roo Village. Dude, the kangaroos, the Roo Village. Dude, it would, the, the coolest thing would be able to feed the Roos. Man, they scare me, dude. I don't I don't know if I want to get close to those things. They kick and they punch. They'll get you. But that's the thing, but that's the thing is that they're, at the zoo, they're super domesticated. Yeah, that's true. I'm not sure if I just made that word up, domesticated. No, that's a word. Yeah, that's, that's a proper word. They're basic. Really? They're basic yeah. Roos. They're basic, basic. Very, rituals. very basic. They're like, I want my mochaccino frappe bay. Like, if they could wear Uggs, they probably would. Got Uggs? You know, you know what? They have a lot of Ugg stores down here in Australia. In Sydney, I see one like every other block. Wow. So you really yeah, haven't could, left Yeah, it's because it's an Australian company. Right. Is it? Or it's, new, or it's a New Zealand company. I have no idea. It's one of the two. Let's uh, we have Google for that. Yeah, literally everywhere. Jamie, pull that shit up. So, is it very common for people to use like small planes to get into the middle of nowhere, Australia? Because like I'm scrolling around on Google yeah. Maps, and there's this tiny little place called Telfer, 
It looks like some kind of a, like a copper mine. There's a tiny uh-huh. little airport next to it. There's a little post yeah. office. And then there's like literally this outcropping of neighborhoods. That's it. And then you scroll all around it. And it's just desert, nothing. Well, I mean, there's a road that goes to it. Kind of. Actually, yeah. it might be a dirt road. Maybe that's why they use the plane. Maybe. They're, flying, flying in Australia is very cheap. Like, when I flew up to Queensland, that was like flying to Utah back. I think I maybe spent like 110 bucks wow. round trip. Yeah, I just pulled it up. Yeah, Australian and New Zealand because all the sheep. New Zealand. Sheep and lambs. All the sheep. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I, I'm glad we'll get to have you back, and I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed it um, and all that. And I need to go out and travel. I think the place I really want to go to is uh, Thailand. I want to go to Thailand. Thailand. Is that because of? Because there's Pod Thai and there's elephants. Oh, and I it's, thought you And it's cheap so, to fly there. Is it's it? cheap. So this is what you do. You fly into L.A. Well, from, speaking from our point of view here in utah so provo airport actually flies into um la now um Uh so you catch a one-way flight from provo to la and then and then you fly from la to um to thailand and it's like four or five hundred to get there it's not bad at all well but then there's a return trip no no that's a round trip that's a round trip so the like you would probably incur probably half that cost with your flights from la to provo i mean you could drive if you wanted to but that's like 10 12 hours which organizing like cars you know what i did i did that drive up to coeur d'alene idaho from from uh from from sandy all the way up to coeur d'alene it was it was like roughly 12 hours and uh, oh, and, and it was snowing, and I drive the Prius knockoff. I thought I was going to die. I, I I didn't think I was gonna make it back. Like it was super dark out, snowing. The only things on the road were big old semis and trucks. Um, and then I was weaving through the mountains, and like I'm like I can't see a thing. Right. This is this is awesome. This is so lit. But no, I survived two of those drives. And uh, yeah, I don't want to do that ever again understandably i don't know how truckers have that job i don't i don't know how truckers do it like at all bright headlights really good grip i don't know they're used to it yeah i don't yeah it has to be uh fellas i i can't believe that we uh we're 20 episodes in i didn't yeah. think i didn't think we would right yeah we're 20 episodes in i didn't holy crap. to be honest i didn't think we would be that i didn't think we would get here to be totally honest I'm uh I'm thinking of our first episode we ever did where it was just you, me, and Taylor, just like we are now. Yeah, uh, it's almost like we planned it that way. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah, and then you know throw in Rick there because he was on the second episode, right? Like, was I on the second? You one? were, and you know what? We started having mic failure. That was when we had to use one track for the audio because we tried using the two snowball mics. And they pooped. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I was well. like, I, I don't know which one I got to use. I got I to gotta find the right one that, you know, we can hear everybody the best. So we recorded on two USB mics, but we only ended up using one track. So, yeah. I had the final straw last week with my friend Noel, or it was two weeks ago. We recorded this great session. It was probably two hours, 15 minutes long. And then when I went in to edit it, just... 
And I said, damn it, I've had enough. I'm buying official equipment. Yeah, now we do. We have uh, semi-professional equipment. Semi-professional equipment. I, lo- I love how this podcast has grown. We are semi-pro. Because I love, like, what, two months ago, you were telling me about uh, how often you wanted to do it. But the way you said it was very confusing. Because you said uh, <laughs> you were thinking about how we ha- might have to go bi-weekly. And bi-weekly to me, this, me means you do it once every two weeks. But well, what that's, you that meant, is the meaning of bi-weekly, yeah. Right. <laughs> and I... Wouldn't meant that be to like say semi-weekly. I meant to say twice um, a week. I meant to say twice a week. Yeah. So you had me confused. Yeah. But now you're talking about maybe doing three a week. Possibly. Maybe. Once school's over, that's that is a possibility. Oh yeah, big Dude, time. That's ridiculous. Okay, biweekly. Look this up online. Biweekly means appears every two weeks. Uh huh. Or twice a week. Oh, it's interchangeable. That's ridiculous. So I wasn't wrong. I thought, it, I thought it would be like semi-weekly would be every other week. Now, the internet could tell you whatever the heck it wants the to The English tell you. language <laughs> can tell you whatever the hell it wants. Yeah. One of my classes, it's, uh, what is it, effective uh, written business, business communication. communication. Yeah. So the first unit that we went over, it's all about grammar rules and crap like that. Most frustrating shit ever because it's a bunch of like non-concrete rules like, well, if it sounds okay, you might want to do this, depending on your flavor, what you're trying to accomplish. A bunch of crap like that. So then when you go to take the quizzes and stuff like that, the, like, the it's criteria... It's like, am I supposed to be remembering a rule or an exception for this one? The criteria that we were going over, it wasn't even... It didn't even seem like a rule. Like, there was no relationship between, like, you know, rule, exception, things like that. It was mainly just, eh, it's the style you want to do. You know, some people in this school of thought accept it this way. I'm like, this is bullcrap. Um... I talk with a lot of Latinos who come into the T-Mobile store and they don't, they, they're like, man, English is tough. I'm like, yeah, I speak it. And let me tell you, it's very difficult. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Like, it's crazy. So semi-weekly is twice a week for the record. Semi-weekly means twice a week. Bi-weekly means twice a week or every what? other week. Oh, my gosh. Which is just lovely. lovely. Yeah, I, I don't know, but... I honestly didn't think we'd get to this point. I thought we would probably record once every two weeks, and I thought I was just going to fizzle out after a while. But no. But now nah, we here. We here. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here so for the years. Biggest, the biggest challenges really, we have now, now like that, that we kind of sharpened up the audio, we have no shortage of guests. It's just spreading it. Yeah. Dude, that shit's tough, man. I don't know how people promote this stuff. Like, it's a headache trying to get stuff but you have moved. to push yourself on social media. Yeah, you have to put yourself out there, and I hate doing that crap. Right. I just need to. Pay, yeah. I need to pay somebody to do it for me. That's what I should do, really. <laughs> or you pay Facebook to throw an advertisement so in front of a Facebook a ad. Help me reach a larger audience, which is nice. I'm going to try with Instagram because that's more towards our demographic because it's mainly Definitely. it's mainly yeah. 20 to early 30 year olds that are listening, and yep. that Instagram's the best place for it. So. Uh, the other official announcement, speaking of which, we have an official Instagram page now for the Excuse Nameless me. Podcast. We do? So no more posting it on my personal page. I'm going to post everything on that on that, on that that page. Um, I'm going to follow it right now. And we're going to have to make sure we do like and share, comment, like subscribe, all. all that stuff. Really helps them out. Yeah. All the goodies. Yeah, I'm going to have to find like a mentor or something or somebody who's made it big or reach out to some like successful podcast and be like, can you please help out a poor little peasant cast such as mine? Good, sir. Please. Good, sir. Please, sir. Oh, press follower. Look at that. 
Yes. Yes. Follow me. Um, you still have Chungus. Yeah, the Chungus lives on. Um, the Chungus lives on. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so like big, big oh, things. Oh, there you are. Big things that I kind of want to do. I think I want to... I We've had a lot of requests from people to start uploading stuff to YouTube. So really? I'm not going to record with the cell phones again because although both the phones I have can record really good video, I would rather just record some like clips but if you can get the audio to it are you saying the video was bad or the audio was bad the video video was bad are you using the rear this one that i just video? recorded on my pixel yeah the yeah. one i just recorded on my pixel was like me because i think very good. you basically you need a ton of lighting and then if you can set it you probably might need to download another camera app but if you set it to 4k oh. 60 frames per second and have a ton of light when you scale that down to 1080p it should look beautiful Mm. Like I yes, shot. There, 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 there is an app for that, Taylor. It's called Filmic Pro. I actually just got it the other day. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I shoot at 4K, but 24 frames per second because it's a little, a little bit more of a like a, a cinematic effect to it. But you can go in and literally change all the settings however you want it, and it, it just comes out looking way nicer than just filming off, off your phone yeah. regularly. Because oh. I, I used to actually, I filmed the final project at BYU-Idaho on a, a phone called the OnePlus One, yeah. and that would, it could only handle 24 frames a second in 4K. Right. But when I scaled that down, you basically have four times as many pixels as 4HD, full HD, so when it scales it down, it has information from four different pixels that can take the average of it which gets rid of noise because most electronic noise is random and makes your colors a little bit more accurate. Oh. My uh, my iPhone 10 records 4K, 60 frames per second, but I can only upload it to a MacBook. Oh, you can convert it. Once you upload it, you can convert it, the video file, to a different kind of video file. Mm. Yeah, you can. So in in, uh, in Adobe Premiere Rush or Adobe Premiere Plus or in iMovie, you can go in and change the setting of whatever uh, video you have, and you can bring it down if, if you wanted to. Oh, so I'm le- I'm learning a bunch, meow. And I've got all the Adobe yeah, stuff. So, and I think my yeah. Pixel records. I think the Pixel only records at 30 frames per second, right, Taylor? The Pixel they made a silly decision on, so it can record 60 frames per second 4K, but it's automatic. So it will literally, if you are recording something that's fast moving or you're like panning really quickly, it will bump it up to 60 frames per second for a minute, and then it'll bump it back down to 30. There might be a way to force it to stay at 60, but... Interesting. Interesting, but... Yeah, but that's that's one of the big things, man. I just want to get the audience growing but you know the when i when i read articles about how people have grown their podcasts like the biggest piece of advice i always give is they're like just don't give up stay consistent because it's a grind at first to get your name out there and to get all that stuff the other the other frustrating thing too is like for the data that i get so spotify and and soundcloud have really good reporting um they let you know streams, starts, they give you the demographics of who's listening and it's awesome. But then you get Apple. Apple doesn't do streams or starts. They do how what per, like how much of the episode people are listening to, which is like that's a good thing to track. That's because once, once you're no longer on the consumer side with Apple, you are the enemy. Pretty they don't want to give you much. any information. They don't want to give you any like you said demographic stuff i yeah 
You know, so another thing that I kind of thought was interesting is just kind of going over stuff. Do you guys look at your lives kind of like how a business does? Like they have quarterly earnings calls um, or reports that they send out to the shareholders and stuff like that. Do you run like a Q1 for your life? Like, yeah, I, 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 I run it when I'm, when I'm working, I run it sometimes weekly. Um, when I have really pressed like stuff that's really important, I run hourly reports or hourly things on what I'm doing. Oh, that's smart. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I like can't tracking your time. Yeah, like tracking my time, track what I do with that time. It honestly just depends on what goals I have going on in my life. If I have like sales goals I, I, I want to meet or financial income goals, I'm like, okay, well, wh- what am I doing to get to that point? And it's just one of those it's just one of those things where I just, you know, check in every hour, see what I did, and just keep going from there. But mostly it's weekly, monthly, and quarterly. Yeah, that's that's uh... a good thing to do. I, uh, you know, I, you, a business looks like, you know, their earnings. When I did accounting – classes right. you know we looked at a bunch of scenarios like that and i'm like huh what would it look like if i was like what were my earnings for the first quarter and what's what's my liability look like and sam butler what LLC. do i owe my shareholders you know <laughs> like yeah no i mean it's it's a worthwhile like attitude to think about i mean if i'm talking about personally myself no i don't because it's like i have i have a few goals that i work on but yeah. a lot of them are long term and there's not a lot of like for Rick for you to to compare. It's like I have no like really short term goals. That I need. I would say I need to check in like hourly. Wait, but is there anything you could break up into a short term goal? So like, say someone's like, "Oh, my goal is say in Mormonville, I want to get married." It's like, okay, are you dating? Great, Taylor. We're gonna get on that so topic then, again. So then, dating could be every week. Did you ask someone on a date? And then yeah. breaking it down to daily, did you contact at least one female or whoever you're attracted to that day? And then hourly, yeah, there's probably not much for it besides did I make, I don't know, did yeah. I go to work? Yeah, because the big point that you're bringing up is you have to find ways to measure your performance. Right. And there are ways Which, to yeah. do valid. that. There's, valid. There's ways to do that in any part of your life. Right. Really. I mean, because I was kind of getting down the dumps for mine because I'm like, oh, I'm not rich now. I'm not a millionaire yet. Right. But then I'm like, but I'm kicking ass in school right now, so like, you know, that's good. You know, well, yeah. it's like for me, like for a job, it's like, oh, sorry, Rick. Yeah, go for uh, it. Like for me, like for a job, I'm not money driven, so it's like I could, I could give a shit what I do at my job, uh, as long as I yeah. make enough money to to fuel like my life, to make sure I don't, you know, go bankrupt or anything. Yeah. And as long as I'm able to provide yeah. for my family and do my hobbies, like, you know, there you go. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no. Well, I, like for me, like for example, right? Like let's just say you, you want to lose like 80 pounds in, in a year, you know? I mean, that you, you could say, yeah, by December I want to lost 80 pounds. But, you know, along the way you have to set like check-ins, see like, okay, if I want to lose 80 pounds, I got to lose 10 pounds in three weeks. Yeah. You know, right. and so, so on and so forth. Yeah. You One know? of the best ways I've heard it described was a vision goal plan. Uh-huh. Um, where you have to have a vision, you have to have goals, and you have to have plans to meet those goals, and you have to write them down. That, that yeah, was actually on the so. mission. Yeah, That's right actually where I took that was on the mission. It was Elder Duncan when he spoke to everyone on the mission. That was um, they they did like studies at Harvard about people setting goals, and one of the biggest factors that determined whether they were successful or not is if they wrote it down or not. That yeah. was like one of the biggest things. 
because because that's the thing is mo- most people will set goals and they're like, oh, I want to do this, but they just say, I would like to do this. They don't have a time specific like when they would want to do it by. Right. So by writing it down, you, you're already helping yourself out quite a bit. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that because I, I yeah, so am I. I've had I've had a few small victories though. I've I've gotten a lot better with my with my money now. I still spend like a fiend, but I've paid off a, almost all almost all my debt. So that's 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 cool. Like, but I I had to have a time frame down where I said right. I want by this month I want to have X number of doll hairs gone. I could use that too. Maybe yeah. I just don't give it enough of a shit about my life. You know what? Another thing I did, I finally put my money where my mouth is. I've been saying it for the longest time now. Like, I need to go to a mixed martial arts place and learn some stuff. <laughs> yeah. I finally signed up for the free trial at Wasatch Combat Sports today. Finally. And go. so they have classes. You basically just sign up for them, I guess. And there's one of them that's that's called Wrestling 101. I want to troll so bad and just walk in like Stone Cold Steve Austin style with a microphone, just, you know, talk shit about everybody who's there and, right, you know, and try to jump off the ropes. thrash people. And try to jump off the ropes. Yeah, because, like, actual wrestling is way different. Right. <laughs> Where are the ropes? <laughs> Who do I have to DDT around here? <laughs> I'm the new champion. You better give me that belt. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think I want to. I want to try out uh, jujitsu and Muay Thai. Those are the ones I want to do. I really want to learn like some combat oriented martial arts, like Krav Maga. Uh, Krav is nuts. Yeah, I took one class. Of Krav and uh, well, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, but Krav's like the useful. most practical use you could have because right. they the the class I was in they're like all right so a dude comes at you with a knife this is what you need to do kick him in the balls <laughs> yeah it's like kick that makes sense <laughs> yeah that's gonna that's gonna knock him down like yeah, yeah you want to get out of there as quick as possible like it makes sense they're like you don't want to sit around and spar with these people you want to get out of there as quick as possible right so kick them right in the dick. <laughs> And, and run. Run. run the yeah, right in the cork. Run the cork. Yeah, so I'll have to update it. It's a, so I, I signed up for a two-week trial, and then I get a free pair of gloves. So uh, I'll have to see how it goes. The, the struggle to find fun cardio is real, though. So let's hope uh, yeah. Let's hope this is enjoyable. Even uh, even playing basketball has like gotten to the point where I'm like, meh, it's lost its fun. Yeah, you're telling me we – my my cousins here they like playing indoor indoor soccer. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I am done in ten minutes. Like smoke. Can't go on. Can't go on and die. Go. Yeah. Literally about to die. Yeah, dude, that stuff will murder my soul. I can't do it. Can't do it. I really need it. Yeah. You know what? You know all this talk has really inspired me that I need to write down a few things and I need to start working on them. I need to make a short term goal, Taylor. Dude, the thing is, yes, you do. I just don't even know. Jesse, just, just think about it. You will reach your goal. You'll make way more money, which means you'll be able to buy way more guns. Very fair. Yes. Except the goal I'm thinking about is not even about making more money. It's about becoming – well, actually, technically it is because it's about being physically fit to enter Mentally new awake and morally straight. Yes, the Boy Scouts motto. <laughs> uh <laughs> and Taylor laughed. He's like, well, morally straight. Impossible, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Uh, nah, it's just like I need to get more physically fit so I can enter other careers that could get me more money. 
Yeah. Which would then get you more guns. Get me more guns. And you know what? That was a good point. Of, I liked your analogy you made about the uh, the dating, uh, the dating game, or not the dating game, but yeah. like setting the goal for dating. The when you like, said that, it cut me to the core. Because what like do I do when 100. I date? I'm sitting around and bitch about it afterwards. Right. Because <laughs> that's a hundred percent what I need to do. Is I need to set goals for it. Because yeah, that's yeah. A, that's an objective I have for being out here. It's like yeah, I want to get to that point. Yeah. You find myself a nice lady. Sam, you need to find yourself a nice lady. Uh, Rick, you need to, too. I'm a nice Sheila. A nice Sheila. I don't plan on settling down anytime soon. No, no, I don't I don't expect you to. I'm not saying you do. To be honest, I probably I would be okay settling down when I'm like in my mid thirties. Yeah. Dude, yes. I agree with you, but I get so much slack for it. It's like well, you need to do like no, I'm not. I don't want to do that. Yeah. My my life my life isn't ready for that. Yeah, like I'm I'm kind of a late bloomer, and yeah. uh, there's a lot of stuff I've wanted to do, like like this podcast, for example. Like, right. You know, uh, can't do that if you're. Well, no, you can do. It you can do if you have a wife and kid, but dude, when you have when you have that type of commitment, and you have people depending on you. Your time is just eaten up. Yeah. Your time, resources. Because now you're feeding three mouths instead of one. Even right. though the amount I eat, I'm probably eating like four or five. Bro, you're eating for like a family. Yeah. yeah you could feed a family of four. Yeah. I could feed a family by myself. Like, with yourself. With myself. Like Cannibalism. Cannibalism. Cannibals would love to see me pop up. <laughs> you are your own family. <laughs> I am the family. I am the family now. Do you- oh, hi. I'll, I'll, I'll the family, Neil. <laughs> Sir, where, where, where is your family? <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, just take me to my table, please. Dude, that's uh that's like whenever we go to raising canes, dude. I always get the cane. Yeah, dude, canes. Man, the shade that uh, the dude, shade raising, that I get. Raising canes is so ass. It's not even good. You're the first Whoa. person I've heard say that. Hold no, up, dude. Hold up. Let's let him defend himself here. Let's <laughs> You know what? I actually find it pretty brave cuz uh, you're the like I said, you're the first person I've heard say this, but All I'm saying go is ahead, you better lay, be ready lay to square it on up. Me. And you know what? Before you say it, what? I have I can understand why somebody would not like it, but I want to hear. I want to yeah. hear your. Yeah, input. let's hear it. It just it just wasn't good. I I personally didn't like it. I honestly attempted to like it, but one, it's very overpriced. The chicken uh, is uh, it, it's all right. It's not it's not the best. Wait, wait. So if you use descriptor life. words, the chicken is is it like bland or it's too greasy or it's too burnt or dry? <laughs> So, so the first one I had was was very bland. Because you're talking to the master critic here, Taylor in his spare time goes on Google and and leaves Yelp reviews and leaves detailed soul shattering. Dude, reviews. I have a mini website that I don't show to anyone where I review toothbrushes, eye drops, <laughs> and like compressed air. Dude, yeah, no, like dude. I will make a spreadsheet and be like, out of these five toothbrushes that I've tried from Walgreens. Here are the differences between all of them. You know what, Taylor? I find those websites super helpful. Well, so the idea I, was Taylor, to review the things It's that helpful, no one but cared like, about. I, just because I know you, that's what makes it awesome. <laughs> well, because like, it would help someone like me. Because I go to the store and I'm like, okay, look at all these toothbrushes. Which toothbrush is the best toothbrush? 
unquestionably, like which one will work exactly the best. I need to be comfortable. I need to reach everywhere. I don't want the head to be too big, but I want the head to be so big that it scrubs the entire side of my teeth at the same time. The detail. But the Taylor, detail you're looking for like, is incredible. It's it's amazing. Because yeah. me, I'm like, what's going what's gonna to make my teeth not be bad? Oh, okay. There's this one. <laughs> and oh, this one's green. Okay, cool. Like, but yeah, like some point, whenever I focus on something, like I've tried probably 20 different kinds of eye drops for dry eye. And I still haven't done enough like testing to know which one's definitively the best. I want to see you sample. Um, I want to see you sample a lot of different things, Taylor. Like I don't know drugs, for example. Like snort pile A of cocaine and then pile B of cocaine. Can you spot the differences? And then you pop back up and you're like pile A and X Y Z. Pile B, and then pow, the ultimate drug consumer. You know. But anyway, anyway, Rick. Anyway. Anyway, okay, so okay, so the chicken was kind of bland. Uh, the, the first time was the, the first time it was bland. I didn't I didn't really like the flavor of it. It was just plain Jane fried chicken. What about the sauce? It wasn't anything special. It it, it, it wasn't better than Chick Fil A sauce, that's for sure. Okay, and what did you think about the Texas toast? Uh, it was all right. When when I got mine, it was kind of uh, it was old. And then the fries. So what did like, you think about were, the fries? I didn't. I didn't like the fries. Okay, so, so wait, wait. What what did you not like about the fries? Because people tell me that fries at In and Out are no good, and they have no comprehension of the texture of what a fry should be. Because yes, the taste of the fries at In and Out is very bland, but the texture of the light, well done fries makes every other restaurant seem like basically garbage because they are nasty, gross, greasy, wet soggy potato worms that are not crunchy but yes so so the ones that i got were very greasy not 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 uh salted oh, enough yeah I, I guess i guess you could say so it, it just i don't know um, yeah okay look i tried i tried i tried i really tried and i went back and i got the chicken tenders the second time they were all right. They weren't anything special. That's fair. Um, That's fair because here's my criticism of Raising Cane's. The sauce is what makes it for for a lot of people. Because if you just eat the chicken plain, yeah. it's, it's just it's chicken. That's that's it. Yeah. And the garlic bread's good, but it's carb overload because I don't get the I don't like coleslaw that much. So when I go, I'm like, nah, no coleslaw for me. I just sub it out for an extra piece of Texas toast. That's a lot of carbs because you're getting breaded chicken, fries, and toast. Like, yeah. that's committing carbicide. And if you get the Caniac, yeah. like, woo-wee. <laughs> like, you're yeah. you're going to struggle. Um, the fries, they taste like uh, those, like, frozen ones, the Orida ones. Like, the what? Yeah, yeah, the crinkly yeah, yeah, yeah. fries. I, it wouldn't surprise oh, me if they, they have a deal like with Walmart. them. Walmart? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they send them to them that way. Um. And what else? Uh, yeah, but other than that, I love I love Canes. I think it's a brilliant. But, but, but with that being said, for the price, I'm just I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I will say like the simplistic menu. I do like that. It's kind of like it. It's kind of like In and Out for chicken. That's right. kind of what it is. Yeah. But by golly, In and Out is like crack. It, it is so good. Gosh, whoever like people well, people. No, I would I would say the go ahead. I would say that that the In and Out for chicken is Chick Fil A. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, I agree with that's that. That's actually a very good point. But you know what? I like Chick-fil-A's taste, but I end up spending a ton of money there because it doesn't fill me up, like, ever. I don't 
but here's the thing is that the service at Chick-fil-A is so good. Oh, yeah. They treat you so well. It's like the girlfriend you always wanted but never <laughs> had. And you won't have her because she's only there for just a few moments. Yeah, and she's not in on yes, Sundays. Exactly. She can't go out on Sundays. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's literally like a taste of heaven that you can't grasp. That's true. That's a good point. I, uh, yeah, uh, it's funny because you have these kind of simple restaurants that have great service, like in and outs the same way. Yeah. Fantastic service. Fantastic. People are like, you're smiling at a fast food place. What's wrong with you? Like, like, do but- they have your family caged? <laughs> are they forcing you? <laughs> They're just prodding them with tasers. Like, <laughs> is is your little brother's finger been cut off to make <laughs> to make meat for the burgers sally messed up an order and cost her little brother a finger <laughs> oh gosh so with this raising the cane horror. stuff it almost reminds me of there's a place called guthrie's in alabama that's the only place i've alabama. seen it there's what probably a, other place what an alabama name guthrie's, guthrie's chicken yeah so they have their own sauce that Mom sauce Clayton's. is okay confederate chicken right here guthrie's but here's the thing i have never been to any place down south or anywhere else that has chicken fingers or chicken wings, whatever you want to call them, as good as making them at home. And do not use breadcrumbs. Crunch up cornflakes in a Ziploc yes. bag, uh-huh. dip it in that, mm-hmm. and then deep fry it. And that, if you get it coated thick enough and completely coated, I think is better than basically any other place that I've been to. I it's disagree. More I disagree. Um, in Ohio, mm-hmm. there are multiple chicken wing restaurants that are exceptional unbe freaking leavable rooster <laughs> so roosters and then frickers those roosters, are like oh frickers oh my gosh so yes <gasps> you can't top them at home <sighs> there's another place but what do they bread their chicken with because it's always so thin they, with goodness <laughs> with kindness with, with the sure divine serotonin like and pepper and then you have to dip <laughs> it in a sauce? puppy love the nectar of the greek gods yeah pretty much that's what they coat it in because like if, if that if that like crunchy stuff is not like I don't know. Listen, also, they serve they serve free range buffalo. Thick, it's not enough. <laughs> they serve free range buffalo. And Frickers has okay? grass fed buffalo. Yeah. You know that's what they're serving there. Good buffaloes. <laughs> good buffalo boys. Good boys. Oh, buffaloes are so good though. Yeah. Gosh dang um, it! If only they weren't so delicious, we wouldn't well, have my to brother, wipe them out. So, my brother drove a lot, but like when he was going to school in um, in Florida. This is the older one, yes. Yeah, he would drive a lot from Ohio to Florida, back and forth. And there was one time I flew out. I took a one way flight and then I drove back or something. I don't remember the logistics of it, but we found some random wing restaurant in like I think it was either Georgia or Florida. It was like right near the border. Unbelievable! <laughs> we made it a point to stop there every time we drove there. It was so good. Okay, and the blue that, cheese. But, but that's the South. And the blue that, cheese. That's the that's South. The South. South is notoriously known for good comfort yeah. food. Hell yeah. Yeah. Comfort food. Now y'all yeah, come up, back now, up, you hear? Up here we got freaking Cafe Rio where... Cafe... Cafe... Basura, ca- man. <laughs> Cafe Butthole. Like, the food's good. And you know what? They they put in a they put in a drive-thru. Which is that, genius. Uh, you know what? Nine times out of ten, it works okay. But man, Cafe Rio still has hot garbage of service. Man, I don't. Yeah. Only thing keeping them in business, they've got a formula down for their food. Yeah. I was about. I was about down. to say because I was like, I hope you're not talking shit about Cafe Rio because I know it's for a fact like, we got it. It's it's not Chipotle times. though. It's not Chipotle. No, no. No Chipotle. I miss Chipotle. Dude, Chipotle's so good. Wait, they don't have Chipotle out there either. All oh, right, no, no, don't have, dude. They don't have Chipotle. They don't Taco have. Bell, no. Do you think Tex? 
Taco yeah, because Tex-Mex probably they, wouldn't they don't have, translate they, they well. don't have Dr. Pepper either. What? What? Dude, Wait, I, I, don't I, drink soda. Found, I found a Dr. Pepper yesterday in Sydney. I think it cost me like six bucks. Ooh. And I paid it happily. Yeah, you're like, hey, here, take this. So does Coke have like any special soda that they sell in Australia? Uh, peach, peach flavored Coke. Oh. oh, that sounds good. Which is actually pretty good. They they have a lot of like slushy cokes, like it's just a normal thing to get, and they're they're always a dollar for a large, which is like a medium back back in America. Huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I yeah. yeah I frozen cokes, frozen vanilla cokes. They have Mountain Dew. Uh oh ooh orange crush frozen orange crush so good frozen orange crush. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. That actually sounds quite appetizing. Incredibly yeah. appetizing. That's, that's, that's actually that's actually probably where I'll go after we finish up this podcast. Yeah, what, yeah, I'll what, just walk down the street to the KFC. What time is it out there? It is four oh two on Saturday. Damn, four oh two in the afternoon. Yeah. It's four future boys. It's four o'clock on a Saturday. Rick goes to get his frozen crush. Yeah. Hey, how are the, how are the yep. Sheilas down there? Have you have you yes, met any? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've I've actually been on quite a few dates. What? Well, okay. And um, what? And, and what do they think about your accent? Dude, they love. I told you. Accent. I told you they were gonna love it. I was like, Rick, they're gonna love you down there. And you're like, Yeah, I don't know, man. Everybody knows what an American accent sounds like. No, dude, I told Apparently you. Apparently not. Told you they were going to love it. Told you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing is that they, they love it. Um, but they they always ask me, like, so are you, like, Polynesian descent? <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'm Mexican. What, what's Mexican, <laughs> mate? Like, Mexican? <laughs> like, Mexican? Like, what, what's a Mexican? Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, 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 that's the thing is that it's so crazy is that there, there isn't much, like, um, like Mexican or Central American people here in Australia, as it is, they're all from South America. Because in in that time, in like the sixties and the seventies, with all the civil war going on right. in South America, Australia um, paid these people um, to come out here. They basically gave them asylum. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's 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 why there's so many like Argentinians, Chileans, Uruguayans. There's so many, and they make some of the best food. Yeah, I don't doubt because South Americans know how to freaking cook, dude. You remember, uh, dude? There is steaks galore. I've I've eaten so much steak since I've been down here. Sam, Australian Wagyu beef. Ooh. So oh good. yeah, that stuff's supposed to be hey, really, Sam, really good. You remember Michael Reed, right? Yeah. You know, homeboy. Uh huh. Uh, so you know he served in Peru, right? Yeah. Dude, he, all the recipes that he told me that they used to have back then, like you said, like you said, Rick, steak galore. They did he did he tell you about Lomo? No, what's Lomito? that? Yeah. No, oh, he probably did. Lomo saltado. Oh, did Lomo saltado? So um, good. Okay, this is what lomo saltado is. It's steak, uh-huh. tomatoes, onions, French fries, and that's it. Yeah, but it's that but it's great. good. That it's like great. heaven. Yeah. That stuff's litmus. Dude, so, so, so the other day we went to a Brazilian steakhouse, kind of like Tucanos, uh-huh. but before it like but before I went to shit. Um, uh-huh. and dude, it was so good. There was all they had was steak. Like all, all, a lot of these Brazilian steakhouses, they like incorporate chicken, right? 
fish and lamb and stuff and pork. No, this was just straight. I just ate tri-tip for like an Ooh. hour. Dang, that sounds Yo, good. Yo, forget all these white girls. I got to marry myself a South American. Yes. Dude, dude, you, you, you need to marry yourself a South American who lives in Australia. A South American yeah. in Australia. Um, yep, South American in just Australia. Just kidding, by the way. I uh, <laughs> kind of, in, in retrospective, I'm still kind of thinking about, you know, with the theme of the 20th episode, what have, what have been some of your guys' favorite, favorite moments so far in the cast? Oh, I mean, like, okay, if I'm being real honest, I skipped all the sports-focused ones. I was boo, like, sports ball. Boo, sports ball. I'd uh, care about sports if, like, the plot changed. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I think one of my favorite episodes was, uh, what was it, episode seven, where we had Jackson on? Yes. That was a great <laughs> one. Everything Gosh. behind that episode was hilarious because... That was like last minute that we put that yeah. together. Yeah. That was actually the first time we recorded, um, like when we started doing two a week. Yeah. Because Jackson, we were like, eh, I don't know. Let's try this out. Let's see how it goes. And yeah. it went beautifully. Yeah. And it was just three of us talking about all about subjects that we were all really invested in now. And we had a great time with it. I don't know. Like on every podcast. And Jackson was super offensive. Yeah. He was great. <laughs> he made the 9-11 joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. So good. It's oh. probably one of my favorite moments ever. If we really wanted to get offensive, we would just play uh, "Use Your Words" and live stream it. We could actually do a Twitch. Could, stream could we of do that? that? Oh. Maybe we can make that a Patreon event. I don't know if I want that being registered on the internet with with my answers. <laughs> future job, job, future jobs. They'd be like, "Really? This is what you think about?" Can you explain to us Pen Isis? <laughs> uh, trust me, I can Pen explain. Isis. You explain the answers to this one phrase. You scream, I scream. We all scream. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, uh. Taylor, one of the uh, out of all the feedback we've got, we probably had the most positive feedback about the episode with you and Weston. Yeah, I kind of want to argue with Weston about politics, but I want to split it into two sections. So first section, zero practicality. It is purely about ethics and moral consistency. Right. Second part, practicality. What what could actually be done? Because I know we butted heads a little bit. But that was off the mic. Like you got, like on that political was, stuff afterwards. So could, what was yeah. it before then that people No, people really enjoyed about? how... Two post-Mormons and an active member. Oh, yeah. Active is kind of a generous term to use for me. Um, but I'm curious where we disagree. I would I would also like to talk with him about tribalism after Mormonism because that's the biggest problem that I see. It wasn't necessarily about you and Weston. It was about you and Weston and then me. Mm-hmm. Like that like, dynamic of how yeah. people were able to sit down with such differing opinions yeah. and not like rip out each other's But the three of us seems to get along fairly well, especially yeah. just you and I yeah, as roommates. Yeah, very true, very true. Dude, that, that was actually one, one of my favorite. One, one of the one of my favorite. One of the more informative one. episodes. Um, you know, not yes. as much wasn't as humor driven. Yeah. As no. the other ones, but that's what we want. We want people to sit down and talk about how they feel about stuff and not right. get butt hurt over it. Like, you know, it doesn't hurt to hear some different stuff every now and then. Right. You know, um, I that was that was huge for a lot of people because I think a lot of people also get this this funky picture of post Mormons being completely closed minded and things of that nature. 
and it's all fanaticism and things of that nature. But you and Weston were very calculated. You had sources for a lot of things that even Cold like and calculating. <laughs> Cerebral. But even like the LDS dot org, you had you had sources like, you yeah. know, I think I think a lot of people liked hearing that. Um, you know, I that was I think that was a, that was a high point. That was definitely that was definitely a high point. Um, Rick, what about you? Favorite moments that you've had out of the stuff you've listened to? The stuff I've listened to would be um, trying to think. The one that you just talked about with Taylor. Um, and then you you really put the one where you brought the girls on and got their their perspective. Yes, that was a good in. that was a good episode. That's another one that's that's it, what people really like. Because it, it 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 just brought in a different perspective, which is good. Because I mean, the podcast is just bringing in people that share their perspectives, and that's one of the things that I think you do really well is just bringing people in and just like having an open conversation. Like, this is how I think. This is how you think. That's cool. Let's let let's talk. Yeah, about Yeah, I think we can have a more enjoyable life if we try to find things to agree on. And having the capacity to, to to not agree with something, but to not let it affect our lives in a negative manner. Um, yeah. You know, I do need to have more women on. So, ladies, if you're listening, we want you on here because it's been all men. We've had been a bunch of Neanderthal cavemen. We need more women. Yes. On this show. We well. Need, yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? I wish the audio would have been better on... Um, the thirstathon because I liked uh, I liked how spontaneous that one was. I mean, we were just like, <laughs> let's just try to see how many matches we can get tonight. <laughs> and then we got kind of real with it too, you know. Yeah, yeah. At at the end, it was very we got real. very real, um, you know, because that's something that's really important to me and our generation. The majority of people that listen to this, according to the Spotify stats, the majority of our listeners are are. Men in their early, men in their twenties and early thirties, and like that's our generation's biggest problem right now is the the biggest mental health. I would say it's almost a crisis at this point because our suicide rates are higher than they've ever been. We live in an era where we enjoy some of the greatest technological advances that have ever been upon the face of this earth. We enjoy certain degrees of liberty that people have never experienced. The wealth that we have, we we live probably richer than the, in the hi- history of mankind. We we would be considered like rich if we w- yeah. spread out through that at the timeline. Yet we're not happy. A lot of people are not happy. Um, that's huge. We got to get this shit figured out because it's literally killing people. And uh, yeah, you know, I've I've had my encounters with that as well. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a personal thing. And a lot of people have too. Um, and the only way it's going to get fixed is if, you know, people speak up, find solutions to this stuff and, you know, move forward. Um, I, I, that's, I, I liked, I liked the thirst of on a lot, pretty much. Every, and as cliche as it sounds, every episode has been fun. I haven't had oh, an yeah. episode. I haven't had an episode where I got off and I was like, well, that sucked. That was a bunch of bullshit. Like, right. You know? Not airing that one. The only the only time I was like legitimately pissed off was when Noel and I recorded our first episode. That and crackling mic that you came and showed the me. The audio was so bad. I was like, I can't record this. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, that was a down point, but that pushed 
that pushed me to go get new equipment. So, you know, it was almost a blessing in disguise, really. And now look at us. And now look at us. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Uh, started, started from the bottom, now the whole team is stunting. Our whole, our whole team. Our whole Rick, crew. Rick, Jesse, Taylor. Yeah, man. Um, so I also think another thing I'm going to try to do, too, is do more um, themed episodes. So... I want to have a bunch of sound like music people, audio files on and have one episode strictly about music, which would be difficult for me because I go on tangents all the time, but that's okay. I'll have to rein myself in, Um, you know, do stuff like that. One of my buddies wants us to talk about conspiracy theories. Wait, which was he a conspiracy theorist? No, but he, but he does find it. He does find it interesting. I mean, who doesn't find a conspiracy theory interesting? You know, Fair the, the crazy ones, maybe we should do it like a game. So each person comes with like, what would you call it? Like two truths and a lie. Oh. So you try to find the weirdest, like true backed up thing that you can find sources for. You find like two of those and then mix it in with some conspiracy theory and people have to figure out which one's a conspiracy theory and then talk about the real ones. That'd be, huh. that'd be cool. So you'd walk in and say like, oh, the Bermuda Triangle has Tupac in it or... Uh, the basement of the Colorado airport is where the New World Order meets, and then you make up some stupid one at the end or something. Or like yeah, no, Bernie on. Sanders apologized for the Federal Reserve causing the Great Depression, <laughs> which happened. Yeah. There's an archive, a transcript of a speech that Ben Bernanke, chairman of the Fed, gave during, it was like the anniversary of either the death or the birth of Milton Friedman. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, and you know, we had a good suggestion from good friend Caleb who was on last week, and he said we should do a pre and post episode that talks about Avengers Endgame. And my ears perked up real quick when I heard that one. You know, I'm chomping at the bits for this movie. I'll be the skeptic. <laughs> I'll be I, the, I hope I'll be the skeptic in the beginning and then I'll see it and I'll be like, Wow, they really pulled through. I'll be the guy that never sees it because I didn't see the first one. <laughs> And I'm not going to see this one. Unaffected before and after. Jesse, what the heck? You need to go watch Bro, it. I haven't seen a Marvel movie since Thor Ragnarok. Honestly, I'm a little disappointed. I'm just, not going to lie. Just get it on Redbox or see it when it comes out on some free thing. Because no, when I, I, I don't care. Listen. I don't care. Lock some yourself. All right, listen. First Iron Man. No, yeah. no. I love the Iron Man series. Yeah. But when, when did Iron Man 3 come out? It was before we'll Ragnarok. Let you know, we'll let you know what movies you, you can skip. You can skip Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Thor, Thor 1, only Thor three is the only one you should watch. Ragnarok, yeah. Um, you can skip. Yeah. What else could you skip? Yeah, just skip those ones. I I also kind of feel like you can skip skip Black Panther. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that Black Panther did in the in the broad scope of things is it brought Wakanda around. That was it. They could have fought that battle in a lot of other places, but yeah. You know, I don't know the battle. Yeah. You know the Pelennor Fields, maybe Minas Tirith, Gondor. Um, you know Helm's Deep. A lot yeah. of places that could have fought. Could have Hoth. Hoth yeah, definitely Hoth. Yeah, Tatooine. Yes, most deaf. Um, listen, definitely, I definitely listen. Places, yeah, yeah. I just, I. Yeah, but we've but we've had ones I'll like that. Wait for the DVD. Yeah, I'll wait for we, the Blu-ray. We could do ones like that. Um, you know that's. I, I think I'm going to start having a lot more Come themes, at me, haters. a lot more themed ones. And then, of course, the sports ball, you know, definitely sports ball. Because I yeah. love sports ball. Who doesn't love sports, who doesn't love sports ball? 
Yeah. I'm always down for sports ball. Yeah. I just, sports I'm not ball, very knowledgeable. We had, we had the, the MLB opening day yesterday or the other day. Yeah, and the Raiders keep signing people. The Raiders are, uh, yeah. the, who knows, maybe this will give them a nice little spark. And the Eagles just got Jordan Howard for a pack of peanuts. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. And and the Cleveland Browns are looking really good. That it looks like Sam might start being a Cleveland fan, being the Eastern Ohio. No, you know what? I I can't. I and I I just I don't can't. Think he's do ever going to abandon the. It's not a matter. I I have a lot of friends actually who will, they have like their primary team and then they have like backup teams that they root for, you know, or or no, more like secondary teams. Um, you know, for me, that's actually the Kansas City Chiefs for me. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I will be I'll be cool if they if they have some success because I'm not a huge Steelers fan. I'm not. I hate the Bengals. Oh. Yeah. Once I hate the Bengals. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, Rick? Oh wait a second. You know what that was? Oh no! His call cut off. <laughs> Just answer real quick. Oh my gosh! Where is it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh. 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 What happened? Okay, loud computer so noises. Your call cut when out. You, when your call cut off, it played this oh, noise, and we all just jumped. It was like boink, and then and then the call came through, and it was like murdering our eardrums. Damn, dude! Oh my gosh! It's crazy, but. I'm I, I'm so glad though that we could get you back on though. Oh god. But, uh, but yeah. Oh oh yeah. There's a lot of pleasantries in the background there. Oh gosh. But yeah. So uh, what happened, guys? Yeah, we're, our eardrums have been raped. That's what happened. We just uh, this is a bad experience. My my ears did not consent. You just cardi beard my ear. You just cardi bead my ears. Dude, we're gonna have to put in. Dude, wait, did I did I just cardi b your ears? Is that what you yep, said? Yep, you cardi bead my ears. Either we're gonna have to put in a warning about that, or we're gonna have to edit that. Oh, I'll have to edit it. Okay, gosh, making my job harder, guys. But I think this is a good place to go ahead and wrap up. Unless anything, anybody wants to add anything no. else for the grand finale. So uh, I guess the comment about who cares about sports. Oh yeah. Watching sports is like watching the Lord of the Rings over and over again, but the hobbits take a slightly different path to Mordor. The soundtrack is uninspiring pop music and the characters are played by a different mix of actors for each rerun. <laughs> Taylor Wall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only other thing that I would I would comment on uh the, the continuation of the podcast is uh what are just really quick, what are some goals we want to reach in the, the rest of this year? I need I wanna get our stream count above but I wanna get it to above ten thousand yeah. by the end of the year. Per stream? No. Total streams. No, total okay. streams. Ten ten thousand like... per episode? Dude, we'd be like Joe Rogan level. Not Dude, really. Joe Rogan is getting hard. millions of people right. viewing I was his. about to say, yeah. I was like... Joe Rogan is pissing success. He really is. It's crazy, but... Yeah, no, the goal... Yeah, but, but, but Joe Rogan just has crazy people on it. And let's be real... His podcasts are super long. They're super long, and he, you know, he's he's got such a reach now. Like, you know, he's having Elon Musk on, and Mike Tyson, and yeah, boy, uh, Alex Jones, and um, we're still waiting for the Kanye episode. The Kanye one is going to break the internet. I think um, everybody's going to tune into that. They'll have memes upon memes upon memes, goofy memes goofy available. Memes. 
all the beautiful all mimes. the goofy mimes. So okay. Yeah, and that's then, the big goal. I just so I think ten thousand by the end of the year total streams. Yeah, ten thousand total streams would be nice, and then find some sponsors out there. Like, come yeah. on, somebody give me money for this, please, <laughs> please. No, but then we're beholden to a to a company. That's true. I just want to get paid like for this. That. The like the ultimate thing is if I got paid for this, and I wouldn't have to work. Like right. this is my job. I spent time editing every episode like hardcore, getting good audio set up, you know all that stuff, but. I mean, one can dream, right? Right, absolutely. <laughs> Pretty much. You, you, you'd also have to start like t- taking on taking on some sponsors. Yeah, you have to. I, I to get to that point, you have to be sponsored. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like Patreon can only get you so far, but right. I honestly plan on like reaching out to people who are like social media savvy and stuff like that because I just I need help on on growing it. And right. uh, so if you all are listening, hit me up. What you need is to get on all the big. Uh, LDS main pages, memes. Yeah, there was one. That, so there was one that shouted me out. It was the bishop's office, dude. Super cool, and he always responds. Uh, Latter Day memes. No, no, the Telestial State. No, the Telestial Latter Day Saint said that he would shout us out, and then he didn't. And then the other guy. What the other, you the need other guys, is, What you need is is what you need is to get in with, with Provo Holy. Yes, which that might be you because you. Have his ear, yeah. He liked uh, he yeah liked one of my Trump. He's kind of he cool. Liked, yeah, he liked yes. one of my Trump videos. Yes, he did Again. because I shared it on one of my meme pages, and he knows this girl that I kind of dated. So if I can get in through her to him, bring you in and be oh like, my gosh, bro, we need to have him on the podcast, dude. He's he's super funny in person. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I think we'll have to we'll have to go to the drawing board. Yeah, I think we have we a got good some team plans. here. I think we have a good team of collaborators yeah. here that we can we can use the. You know, remember, I'm down. always available for to sit in on a podcast. I love it. You are available, and I love it that you're available. Yes, ready, and always and willing. willing. Cool, folks. Well, I, I say let's wrap it up here. I say yeah. let's let's call it a night. It's almost midnight here. Right. And uh, and I'm fixing to see if we can go get it in and out. Not oh kidding. hell yeah, dude. No, you can't say just kidding. All right, all right, all right. What's wrong with you? Let's go get some in and out. That's you, what I'm saying. You don't say in and out That's just kidding. Saying. The hell's wrong with you? Oh, listen, I we don't, we just, don't end on that note. I didn't. I didn't want to like put it out there, and then you would like be like, "Nah, like I'm too full." Then I'm there would be something wrong somewhere. with me. Then you would be having this tone of conversation with me this if you're correct. like, "Listen, you little bitch." Listen here, bitch. We go to in and out. We don't skip in and out. All right, then let's go to in and out. That's why for me in my house we eat in and out. That's for me in my house. And I'll drink my. What about you? Sounds like a philosophies of men mixed with a little scripture, but I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> what a bombshell to end on. Taylor, you are perfect for that. Always. Oh. He's always got the little quips right up his sleeve, ready to pull right. out and ruffle the feathers. But Hey, but Rick, thank you so much for coming on, bud. We love you. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Thanks guys for having me it's on. Been... I miss you guys. If you, uh, if you come back to Utah to visit, please hit us up. Stay with us for a little bit. Oh, podcast, or we, or we I can, can go out to him. We can stay yeah. with you guys oh. and play. Uh, what, what's, what's, what's the one game we play? Use, your, uh, words. use, use your, words. your words. Yes, dude, that game kills. It yes. kills you. I, I, it makes laughter has rarely made me feel sick until I started playing that game. Uh. Like by the end, I literally feel like I'm about to die. <laughs> Quite literally. All right, all right, folks. Good make talking, sure y'all. to like, comment, subscribe, uh, post, share with your share. friends. Uh, do all that fun stuff. So, Share with your nana. So we can your grandpa spend our, your or so we can send our 
message out to the whole universe. So, yeah. Cool, folks. See you later. Toodles. Okay, bye. Bye. Catch you later. Bye.